really much. <laughs> the Artist Stage Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. How many fourth graders do you think you could take at once? I mean, obviously, if you had to fight against a million fourth graders, you'd lose. So, like, what's what's the real number? Like, what's the legitimate number of fourth graders that you could successfully take on? What kind of weapons? Only what's available in the schoolyard. You could really mess up some kids with a chain from a swing. Just da 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 I tell you what I'd do? I'd back into a bathroom stall and just start kicking. Dead! Dead! Give him a narrow entry point. Make him come in single file. Dead! Dead! Anyway, I, I guess I'm trying to say 800 fourth graders. Yeah, especially if they were wearing University of Washington shirts this morning. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, The Arnie State Show. If you played hooky yesterday, hey, you missed the first show of the year. Hello? Hello, we, we were on yesterday, but that's okay. I understand it's a holiday. People are doing their things on the holidays. So uh, welcome back. Welcome. Happy New Year to everybody that wasn't here yesterday. We have a lot to cover today. Yes, I will be covering the game from yesterday. I hope everybody followed all my eating adventures uh, of ribs, uh, full, full stubs. Those were a hit. Those were a giant hit. Deviled eggs, baked beans. Meatballs, chicken. I, I did not have any of the salad, uh, the the potato salad. I didn't have any of that. It, it, it was uh, it was an awesome day to be with the the people that I was with. There was no mac and cheese though. And, and real quick to that because because two wanted some. Uh, he he wanted mac and cheese, and he kind of hinted to the fact that he wanted me to make it, and I sent him a recipe. So when they walked in and they didn't have any mac and cheese. Shocking. I mean, I, uh, yeah. But yesterday, food-wise, I, I still have heartburn today. And by the way, I'm working on about two hours sleep. My legs are going crazy. My knee hurts. I'm bitter. I'm upset. And I, there's no excuses for the game last night. The Longhorns got outplayed. And we will talk about it right here, right now, as we start saying good mornings. First one here today, two days in a row. Oh, I love trash. Trash Panda is killing it this year already. Two days in a row, first one here. Good morning, my friend. Christine. Christine, 16. Says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Well, good morning to you, Christine. Fred and Victor. Victor, are you back in school yet? Baby, listen to your mama, boy. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company dime. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poop. Woo! Alicia, good morning to you. Trucker James in the house. I was so full of testosterone, I actually killed a coyote. Says, good morning, ass family. Sorry, Ernie, but Penix Jr. put on a clinic. I was rooting for the Longhorns. But when you only get five offensive plays in the third quarter, it's hard to win. And turnovers killed him. And how in the hell is Penix not the Heisman Trophy winner? I, I, I don't know. And, and I'm not basing that on last night. I'm basing that on his record on the season. There's no reason that kid should have lost the Heisman to the kid at LSU. Penix Jr., I mean, he went undefeated. He had amazing stats. He should have won the Heisman Trophy. And I think that's the reason why he played 
uh, above his potential last night. And I, I, I think he's got a quirky uh, throwing motion. And there are a lot of things. The five plays in the third quarter, that just angers me. What angers me more was the, the game plan itself. But like I said, we'll talk more about it as we go on here. Gold! Hey, yo! Hey, yo! Hey, yo! Hey, yo! Hey, yo! This is tough break. Arnie Washington tried their hardest to give them that game. But, hey, you got the Rangers. Go Harbaugh. See, now I'm gonna, I've got to root for Washington to win the national title because I, I don't, I don't want to lose to a team that didn't win the national title. So, I, unfortunately, I have to I have to root for them. Battleborn! If you don't chew Big Red, then f*** you. Says, good morning, ass family. I hate being sick during the holidays. Oh, that is the worst. That is the worst. Man, that sucks, buddy. I hope you're feeling better. Warbird! You're talking to boy, oh boy. the Rolex! Man. Wearing diamond ring, wearing kiss-stealing, wheeling-dealing, limousine-riding, jet-flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time Good morning. Well, yesterday sucked for us. Maybe they'll let us play in the loser bowl for third place. Roll Tide. Fucking fourth down and you run up the middle. Oh, I was not happy with that call. I wanted Alabama to win. I'm not a Michigan guy. I don't hate Michigan. I don't hate Jim Harbaugh, but I wanted the rematch. I wanted Alabama-Texas. Fourth, fourth down, and you run it up the middle. That that quarterback had a terrible day. I'm going to make a prediction that will not be Alabama's starting quarterback next year. Oh my gosh! Good lord, it was a long day yesterday. Jenny, 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 Jenny. It says, good morning, everyone. Well, good morning to you, DNA. Have you seen my wiener? It says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Happy New Year. Gold, says Warbird, if that was happening, do you think the starters would even play? No. If they had a third-place game, nobody would play in that. These kids sitting out of bowl games now for their future, that's another reason they should just get paid. Well, they are getting paid now. I mean, these NIL deals, they're crazy. They're getting lots of money. Bobby! It's tough being a white man these days. It's tough, I tell you. Says my days are thrown off and I missed the live show yesterday. Sorry about the horns, Arnie. Thought they had a chance to dominate the game early if they would have kept running the ball. They did battle and make it exciting at the end. That's the part of the game that I'm I'm flustered with is that Steve Sarkazian, who I do like. I like Sark and I, I think he's got us on the right track and I'm excited for next year, first year in the SEC. By the way, hey, Warbird. Yesterday, everybody was bombarding me that, that Nick Saban was retiring after this game or after if they won a title, he was going to retire. Have you heard that talk? I haven't heard anything about it except for yesterday. Um, we had two running backs that were averaging over eight yards of carry early on in the game. But you see, Steve Sarkazian, and most college coaches are pretty anal, he scripts out the first 40 plays, and he usually doesn't divert from that. We forced throwing the ball so much yesterday. I mean, Quinn Ewers got fucking, what, five, six balls batted down? That doesn't help. The one thing that I will say that I will bitch about, this is my only bitch. How can Washington, who was, I believe, the most penalized team in college football this year, how is it that they miraculously only have two penalties in the game and the Longhorns get ten? I'm not saying that the Longhorns didn't have penalties, but... 
Um, the last time I checked at a block in the back, you can block people in the back now if you're behind the line of scrimmage. Well, that's a new one for me. That was not called last night. I'm sitting there going, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, there's a clear shove in the back, and oh, it's behind the line of scrimmage. It's okay. And by the way, that quarterback was over the line of scrimmage when he threw that fucking ball. But once again, we didn't. We we could we could have dominated the game if we ran the ball. We could have tired out their defense. We could have gotten to where we could throw the ball downfield, and we could have won that game, fifty-six to thirteen. But Sarkeesian had a throw. Five plays in the third quarter. Terrible. Terrible. King Steve. Says, Let's go. Got some ass back. Indeed, indeed you do, my friend. Happy New Year to you. Chaz Man. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. My man. Says, morning, ass family. Back at it after an impromptu vacation. Let's do this. Have the best possible, everyone. Well, we will try. There she is. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, the only, bratty kid. You look like you drink white Gatorade and smell like nickels. Well, I, I, the nickels part, yes. No, 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 no. I, I, don't, I, I don't drink white Gatorade. She says, go stars. Yeah, the stars are in first place. The Cowboys are in the playoffs. Niners waste no time uh, charging your account for playoff tickets. Where's my parking pass, fuckers? Had to wait two weeks for those this year. Uh, Goal, both Bryce Young and Will Anderson played in the meaningless bowl games last year for Bama. Bama kids don't opt out. That's good. I I like seeing that. Stink Fist. Says, good morning, ass. I hope you all had a great holiday. Sorry about your Longhorns, Arnie. But in case you didn't know, the Rangers did win the World Series. The Rangers won the World Series? Man, you would think that I would have a pin it up or a a newspaper hanging up in my... Oh, I do. That's right. That's right. The Rangers did win the World Series. And and now I... Ah. See, I, I, I get to hang a lot of stuff on the Rangers this year. I'm, very, I'm still happy about it. I'm still fucking almost in tears about it. I really did. I, I, I did want... I, I wanted... I got to tell you. I, I, I wanted to be uh, greedy. I, I wanted the Daily Double. I, I wanted the Longhorns to win it all. Uh, House of Pain. Morning, ass family. Oregon kicked the ever-living shit out of Liberty, and Bo Nick set all kind of records. So it was a good day for me. I'll give you a positive spin, Arnie. I was wondering why the Camry was on random old fat guy on the sideline last night. Then the graphic came up and said, Vince Young, holy hell, does he look like shit. Pretty sure you were doing better than him right now. Uh, yeah, they put up VY last night. VY owns a steakhouse. VY is enjoying living in Austin. I got I got to tell you, I love seeing VY at the game. I love seeing all the old players. I hate seeing Matthew McConaughey. The one thing that makes me not love, love the Longhorns is Matthew McConaughey. Just stop. Put it on VY, for Christ's sake. He did win a national title, after all. I mean, he's pretty damn, he was pretty damn good. He should have won the Heisman Trophy. That's a whole other story. Gibby! Holy Jesus. A jelly donut! Says, morning, ass family. Back to work today. Boo. Cornelius! Oh, I don't have the... Damn it, I got to work on the Soul Train drop. Says, good morning, AIG and Ace Ass family. Missed yesterday's show. Hope everyone had a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Back to a four-day week. Well, that's good. I hope you enjoy your four-day week. Happy New Year to you. Kale! I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. Uh, says, I was in and out listening yesterday, but couldn't chat, but go blue. Uh, hey, 
the thing that, that I took away from last night's game that was making me excited in the first half was that Washington cannot run, they could not run the ball against us. And I was thinking, oh, man, Michigan, they're a big running team. We're going to shut their run down. But we couldn't shut down Penix Jr. in the past, so that kind of sucked. Swoosh in the house. Where's that? This is Morning Ass Family. V Coop. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke, hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm. 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 Says Tide got rolled. Indeed they did. Uh, the good Darren. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. Morning, ass family. Happy Tuesday. Longhorn running backs couldn't keep their damn hands on the ball. Turnovers killed us. I mean... And, and here's another thing that, that kind of pissed me off last night. When, when Washington started to, to faggedly squib kick the ball down the field and, and we would, you know, it'd bounce and we'd fumble it and we'd fall on it and we'd only get to the 15-yard line, just fair catch it. Just say fair catch and you get the ball at 25 and you don't have to worry about fumbling it. That's all you got to do. I would have combated that with that. Up here, Sarkay, or not Sarkazian, whoever the Washington coach is. A uh, hockey player in the house, my man. Hockey player, do you have a good Christmas with your baby? I hope you did, my friend. Bear a happy new year to you. Alicia says, I, uh, uh, 72-hour water only fast to kick off the new year. Couldn't be happier to drink anything but water this morning and have food. Okay. Uh, gold 12-team playoff starts next year. All the other bowl games are going to be pretty insignificant. Plus, getting bowl eligible with only six wins is ridiculous. No one wants to watch 500 teams play except their fans. Was Dak at the Longhorn game? No, Ted Cruz was, though. Fucking Ted Cruz. See, I don't like Ted Cruz. I never liked Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz was a, an Astros fan, and he went to those Rangers games, and the Astros lost. If I would have known Ted Cruz was going to the Sugar Bowl, I would have I would have called a special meeting of the Senate, or whatever the fuck he does. Uh, let's see, Harbaugh finally got past uh, what we Niner fans call the punt fumble game versus the Giants in eleven. Uh, yeah, go fuck Kyle Williams. Go figure a guy with the last name Williams. <laughs> Derek in the house. Becca, Becca. Says, good morning, ass family. Happy New Year. And it's time for Wimpy to pay up on this 2024 Tuesday. Becca. Good morning, my friend. Uh, good knowledge. Such a real talk there. Uh, Jenny, uh, they, thank you. Thank you for putting up the uh, Twitch. Uh, for those interested to get to watch a handsome man, that's me. I, I am that handsome man. I am Arnie States. You know I don't speak Spanish. Hangtown Jen, good morning to you. Uh, Timmy and Nicole, happy new year to the saints of the show. Says, good morning, uh, friends. My first day back since the 22nd. I'm sorry. Oh, your poor toilet. Oh, my toilet paid because I took some extra, uh, magnesium. Ooh, boy, that magnesium, that, that will kick your ass. I'm, I'm just telling you the truth right there. 
Uh, big ass Heinz. I will stomp a mud hole in your ass and walk it dry. Says, what up, dog and ass family? Good morning to you. Gold, I was at the last game in London. He muffed a kick by the Jags and was pulled. He never came back as a Niner. I was yelling at him to choke on a dick. Mad Hatter in the house. Good morning, Mad Hatter. Shitter was full. Good morning to you. Uh, Happy New Year. Blueberry Sun, good morning to you. Old Blueberry Hill. Uh, especially Tyler. Wait, I know I have one for you. Uh, which one do I have for you? I think I think this one's it. Let's go, Arnie! Let's go, Arnie! Good morning, Arnie, and happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Uh, gotta hate Harbaugh for leaving him in. That last fumble happened in my face and my seats. Weathered the rain all morning in that game, and he did that to me. Devin Stater, good morning, ass family. First time on the message board. Well, welcome, Devin. There you go. Hold on. Let, let, let's get you some real applause here, shall we? Uh, where, where's the guy? There it is. <laughs> Welcome to the live show. Welcome to the, the Mixler feed board. I know the Ass family will make you feel welcome. Facts. Uh, first time I saw that kid play here, he drops dimes. Uh, B Coop says, breaking news. Check the video link. Uh, okay, we have this. Okay, hold on a second here. Breaking news. Japan airplane uh, burst into flames with 379 people on board. Yeah, I saw that this morning. I, I, I that's crazy. Um, I was traveling from someplace in China. I can't pronounce. May have struck a Japan Coast Guard plane as it was landing. So there you go. So that flight burst into flames in Japan. I hope Mage is okay. I hope Mage doesn't know anybody on that flight. Bama lost because 2.0 was cheering for y'all. Boy, do I got some stories for y'all. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Uh, uh hockey player. Uh, I, I will email you after the show, my friend. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh yeah. Let me get through good mornings and I'll go through all day yesterday and I got to do t-shirt time and all that kind of stuff about time. Uh, big shitty bird. Uh, oh, San- oh, there's Sh- the Sanchez family. Hold on a second here. Um, free at last! Free at last! Thank God Almighty! We are free at last! It's about time, big shitty bird. About time people get back to work. Fuck Joe Biden. Stinkfist says, don't forget my Vols Citrus Bowl champs. Boy, they fucking rolled Iowa. Thir- what was it, 35 nothing? He ain't retiring. I give him another five years. That's what I feel. I like. I, I was like. I was caught off guard when people were asking me that yesterday. I'm like, huh? Even Tommy sent me a text. Is Saban retiring? I'm like, no. Says good morning, Arnie. That's Mr. J. Your ribs looked delicious yesterday, and they were spectacular. The good uh, the good child came over and and used his smoker. We had an incident where the smoker turned off. So we had to bring him into the house and put him in the oven. And then the oven filled with smoke, and we had to have all the doors and all the fans on to blow out the smoke. And then we put him back on the, the smoker. It was all good. Everything turned out good. So it was fantastic. It was fantastic. Sunshine State. The Sunshine State. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. This morning, ass missed you all last week. Well, I missed you guys, too, but I'm, I'm back. We're going to go on a long run, hopefully, here. Sawyer's dad's in the house. It 
says, good morning, Arnie. Happy New Year. And to you and the ass family, thank you there, Sawyer's dad. Back to you. Jenny says, uh, do you have any teams that don't have a championship now? No, all my teams, uh, every team that I, I love and I follow, Longhorns, four, Cowboys, five, Rangers, one, Stars, one. I don't really like the Mavericks, so, uh, but they do have one. All these, oh, my God, Matthew, oh, my God, I'm gay. Oh, God, I, I cannot stand him on the sideline. He makes me fucking cringe. Run the ball, Texas. I've, I've never understand why teams stop doing something that's working. Do it till they stop you. Amen to that. I mean, we were gashing them. I was sitting there going, this is going to be an easy game. The stars at night are big and bright. College Station, good morning to you. There's my friends. I know like you American. And all you American look alike. Mage says, good morning, ass Nagy. Thank God that dumbass coach from the Lions went for two because if the Cowboys would have lost, it would have been a shit week. Oh, I would have been murdering. Murdering. Uh, but Mage, uh, good morning to you. Hopefully, uh, I, I didn't see you on here yesterday and it's okay. It was New Year's Day. Um, hope everything, if you have any loved ones in, in Japan with all the earthquakes and shit going on, I hope they're okay. Sending good vibes your way. Christine says, don't think poor Fred will be on today. He started a new job today. Good. Good for Fred. I'm happy to hear that. Uh, XXG Force. I have wine and dine with kings and queens. And I've slept in alleys and dined on pork and beans. Uh, you're having heartburn because of the ribs. Devin Stater says, Arnie, I'm the shocking... Se- oh, Devin Stater. Oh, man, oh, man. You sent me... I, I've been looking for this. Shocking. 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 Oh, I was so happy when you sent that. That one was perfect. If ribs don't give you heartburn, they're not good ribs. Yes, indeed. That is very, very true about that. Cowboys girl. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Uh, says, good morning, ass family. Happy New Year. Uh, hockey player says, uh, uh, for your information, stars are third in their division and fifth in conference. Oh, I thought we were first. My bad. Thank you. I appreciate it. We're not bad, though, this year. Earthquakes and planes catching on fire in Japan. Could it be Godzilla? It could be. It could be, but uh, but I don't think it is. Uh, we got to do this real quick. It's t-shirt time? Yeah, oh, yeah. What kind of t-shirt time? T-shirt time? It is 12 time. It's t-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Everybody knows it's t-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their T-shirts. Look, shout out going out to my people over at 4T5Printing.com, the best T-shirt store in the world. Not a lot, not only T-shirts, hats, they got all kinds of stuff. Check their website out, 4T5Printing.com. You can get whatever the hell you want there. And I, I, I got, oh, boy, Jesse, Jamie, I, I've got a task for I've got it for you. I've got, oh, I can't wait to send this to you. And Rhino, when you get all your new equipment up and you're caught back up on everything, you let me know because I, 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 I'm ready to go. Uh, but today's T-shirt was a, a gift from a, a dear friend of mine. Uh, he says, I got two coming. This is the first one. The second one, he says, will be the greatest T-shirt in the world. We'll have to see about that. Today is my, uh, my artsy-fartsy picture of Ric Flair. There you go if you're on Twitch looking. There you go. And uh, by the way, uh, yeah, I do had to show that off yesterday. 
But yes, this is the brand new Ric Flair shirt. Woo! Yeah, indeed. Hockey player says you guys will choke in the playoffs. Shut up. We uh, we almost won a couple of years ago and lost in the finals. We choked. Cowboys girl says Longhorns almost had it. Yeah, almost. Uh, oh God. Triple T. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. He is. People know me. Triple T. Triple T helped me with the package I was tracking, and and, and it, he is a big deal. He is the man. Says good morning, family of ass. Uh, Cowboys girl says all Cowboys fans already know how it goes. They'll go to the playoffs, lose the first or second game. The greatest T-shirt ever is it a shirt or picture of Arn Anderson wearing an Arn Anderson shirt. I already have one of those. Uh, he he won't tell me what it is, so he, he says I gotta wait till I get it. And he says I'll know exactly what it is, so I'm excited. Um, all right, we've 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 said good mornings. We've talked a little bit about yeah. Let, let me let me run you through yesterday. So yesterday uh, started early. Started sautéing onions, cooking bacon up for the baked beans. Got the baked beans going early. Got all my razzmatazz in there, all my spices and stuff. Um, and it was it was it was awesome. The the beans turned out fantastic. The uh, donkey tails, the mini donkey tails, the full uh, stubs as I like to call them, which are little smokies, and I wrapped them in tortillas, and I put cheese whiz inside the tortilla where I wrapped it. That way, there was cheese in it, and you got that bite of. Little smoky, and you got that bite of cheese. Phenomenal. The meatballs, that was all bratty kid. Phenomenal. Potato salad, from what I understand, phenomenal, because I don't eat that. Ribs, outstanding. Sausage, eh. Sausage was kind of eh, because we got store-bought sausage, and it was just kind of eh. Was that it? Do we have anything? Oh, deviled eggs. Oh, my deviled eggs were amazing yesterday. As the Arnie eats, these are the days of states' lives. Yes. Uh, lots and lots of Dr. Pepper. So yes, yesterday, food-wise, I, it was phenomenal. Phenomenal food day yesterday. So let, let me run you through um, how the rest of the day went. So everybody was invited over. Uh, the good kid, Spawn, 2.0, Roscoe. How many vegetables did you eat yesterday? Um, there are onions in my beans, so I ate onions. Onions are a vegetable. Uh, <laughs> so the, I ate an onion yesterday. <laughs> yeah, today, I'm kind of... Like I said, I didn't sleep much last night. My legs were fucking killing me. My legs were jumping all over the place. I didn't sleep well. I didn't sleep hardly at all, maybe like two hours. And I, I am lumbering today, but I, I do have that f- heavy feeling today, like, oh, I just want to eat something that's light, which will be like a burger or something. Um, so they get over here yesterday, you know, no mac and cheese. They brought dessert. They brought some sort of a cookie uh, thing. Yeah. yeah. How do you eat a vegetable? Take them out of the wheelchair first, of course. Yeah, what's the worst part about eating a vegetable? Uh, the wheelchair gets in the way. Um, so the game starts, the first game starts. 
when adolescents on Epstein Island had to go down on Stephen Hawking's, did that count as them eating vegetables? Most likely. Um, so the first game, the Rose Bowl. Sorry, I, I had the uh, I had the Oregon game on against Liberty. First of all, what was up with Liberty's quarterback's helmet? He looked like I got to give this line to Warburg gave me the line, so I'm gonna use it for him. He said that that dude's helmet looked like fucking Paris Hilton's baby's head. That kid had a Stewie head, but in the other direction. And by the way, why is Liberty in a fucking January 1st game? That was abysmal. Oregon fucking played with their food yesterday in the first quarter. Here in, in Dallas right now, if you have direct TV, you don't have ABC, so I didn't get to see any of the Vols game. Rats. So the Rose Bowl starts, and, and everybody's in the house now, and the cooking's going, and everything's going. And I got to say that, I, you know, I, I'm very proud of myself. I'm very, very proud of myself because yesterday was the holy grail of stupid questions. And, and it wasn't from the spawn. The spawn just pretty much fell asleep, checked out, was on a phone call. And that left me, the good child, who knows football, and 2.0. I just Googled the helmet. Are we sure these allowed to take big hits, right? You got to look at that thing. If you, Jenny, if you can get that link and put it up here so people can see it, that thing was crazy. XXG Force says, hope you picked the Steelers. No, I didn't pick the Steelers, and I still beat Joe last week. By the way, they, yeah, by the way, hey Bradley, I know that you're one of the people putting money in. You can go ahead and put it in the PayPal account. I'm up 11 games. The season's over. I am ready to get paid for whooping Joe's ass this year. Rev. Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed. All right, thank you. Says good morning, asses. Popping in to wish y'all a great uh, day. Give me love to Rhino, Arnie, and Stackar. By the way, hail to the victors and roll tide down the toilet. All right, there you go. Another Michigan guy. Okay, here we go. Here's the link. Thank you for putting the link up. Dude, that thing is crazy. That's the same fucking cartoon that Warbird sent me during the game because I texted him. I'm like, what's up with this guy's helmet? Man, oh, man, that was the weirdest thing I saw. So, I can't even remember... The one question that I can remember from yesterday, and and I'm sitting there, and it was during the Alabama game, and I had explained the overtime rule three times. Three times I'd explained. The, each team gets the ball at the 25. They get two chances, or they, they, they get their chance, they score. If the other team scores a touchdown, they move to a second overtime. If they score there, then they go to just two-point conversions. I explained that three times. It's not that hard. I was hit after the third time with, oh, so both teams get the ball? Yes. So Michigan got the ball first. (laughs) Scored a touchdown. Okay, so they went up. Alabama gets the ball. Now, uh, the third down play happens, and they go out of bounds, and he goes, well, they got to kick the field goal here. 
right? And I looked at it, and, and, and I, I, I didn't go, I, I answered, I tried to be as, as pleasant because I know he doesn't know sports, and I'm, I'm trying to be, trying not to be the asshole that I know I can be, that I can be so very well, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be better. And I just looked at him and go, why would they kick a field goal here? That's all I said. And I, I said it kind of curtly, if you will. But I said, why would they kick a field goal here? And then it kind of resonated, I think. <laughs> okay, so I got I to take you behind the scenes here. Now. You know, you know, I'm not doing this justice. Yes, these, these are the days of our lives here at States Casa Estates. Oh boy. So now I, I know Braddy Kids listening. So if, if I start to go too far, you you can stop me. I'm giving I'm giving you reason to stop me. Um, the, the good one, the good kid, myself and Braddy, and I hate chain messages, but I love this chain text message. We sometimes make wagers. Over the outfit. Because brother don't know how to dress at all. I mean, it's bad. It's, it, it is bad. It's almost third world Rwanda bad. So it's usually go-to is a, a pair of shorts that are way too tight because, well, if you eat nothing but pizza and chicken wings and don't work out, you are going to gain weight. So usually it's shorts that are way too tight. And then either <laughs> y'all, y'all have been – to, to games, right? You, you've been to like, you know, um, retro jersey night where they hand you a, a gigantic ton of shit. The shirt is, is the, the shirt is just garbage. And we happened to go to one of those games this year, and it was Fergie Jenkins. Fergie Jenkins, I can barely remember pitching for the Rangers. So it, usually it's it's that. Or it's a it's maybe a, a Texas shirt, a Longhorn shirt that that's black, but it has no orange in it whatsoever. And then Vans, low top Vans, with socks that are pulled up to the calves. Oh, I'm not making that up. He he's like an old man mowing the lawn during the summer. So yesterday. We had our little wager going on what he was wearing. Shorts too tight. I I, I think I I, th- I think Braddy Kid nailed it. Um, I I, th- I think she she was the closest. Uh, let's see. Oh, she did. She had the black socks. But what he was wearing with him, we I'd never. These were the biggest pair of. House slippers slash slippers I've ever seen, and they were ranger slippers. Ranger slippers. And he was wearing a ranger shirt. I'm like, 
Rangers ain't playing today, Hoss. Uh, don't race car drivers need to be horse jockey size? Well, they, they don't have to be that small, but yeah. Sounds like he's trying to look like a pirate. Dire. And and these questions, they just kept coming in, in the comments. And I'm like, I, I, and I, I really wanted to, I, I didn't want to go, and I didn't go off. I, I didn't lose my cool. I, I kept it. I, I just kept putting things in my head, putting things in my head, putting things in my head. I'm like, Jesus. Just checked the earthquakes. We're in the country part of Japan on the West Coast, Main Island. Most of us people know uh, are in Okinawa or in big cities on the east side. Uh, all major cities are on the east coast. Okay, good. Glad to hear that, Mage. Uh, when the shorts are too tight, you can usually see balls that are being squeezed or maybe pee-pee stains. Uh, what was your take on the Ravens honoring Ray Rice? Sorry if you touched on that yesterday. I didn't. Uh, I didn't talk about that at all. I thought it was odd that they, you know, Ray Rice was a, a big running back for him until he beat the shit out of his fiance on video. He knocked her out with one punch. He one punched that gal, and she stood by him. And the Ravens brought him back, and he was never the same player after that incident happened. Um, they better honor him or else. Um, uh, I, I, it's Baltimore. Do you expect anything else? I mean, I mean, one of the greatest Ravens of all time, Ray Lewis, was uh, accused of murder. And that city still loves him. He was acquitted. Found not guilty. Jim Jones had a more lethal punch than Ray Rice. But yeah, like, uh, and and we also had, he does this thing. Back to the, the days of states' lives. He does this thing where um, he gets really excited about the food that we're serving, whether it's steak or prime rib or whatever. And he gets himself a big old plate of it. And then he just kind of sits there. Now, I, I do believe he did eat the ribs because the ribs were phenomenal yesterday. Um, beans, though, he kind of just moved around. Sausage generally go around. And then when they went home last night, so, so we went to the uh, Costco, uh, who's he, what's it, the uh, business center. We had, we had three racks of ribs. Three racks of ribs we had. And they were good. I mean, they, they were phenomenal. Hold on a second. Where, where the hell? Oh, there we go. Uh, let's see. Uh, pink taco for lunch. You know, that make your pussy throb right there. <laughs> says, yo, Arnie, Happy New Year. Well, Happy New Year to you. How's this new <laughs> breakdown engine yet? Oh, I have an update. Uh, you know, an organization is bad when they have to honor Ray Rice. They have no one else to honor. Oh, shit. So, they're getting ready to go home at halftime last night. And I tell them, I said, if y'all want to take anything, go ahead and take, you know. Take, take some ribs, take some sausage, take some beans, whatever y'all want to take, take home. Braddy Kid was already in bed because she had to be at work at oh dark 30. 
That motherfucker took an entire rack of ribs. An entire rack! Left me and the good one only one rack left, and then we had to split that. He took a whole rack of ribs! Now, I'm happy he liked the ribs, and I'm not, I don't want them back or anything, but you don't take a whole rack! Now. Now. It's during the uh, Alabama game. We're sitting there getting ready for the Texas game to start. Everybody's just sitting around. And he gets up and abruptly just walks out of the house. But he didn't take his shoes with him. So I'm thinking he's going out to vape or something. I mean, you offered. Who the fuck does that? Um, so, so he goes out to his car, and, and he's out of his car for like 20 minutes. And he comes back in, and I didn't say anything. I'm, I'm like, I, I'm paying attention to the game. Um, somebody says something, and he's like, oh, yeah, it was, it was out of the car. And I was, I was trying to fix my Apple Play. Uh, it, it, it's just not down. I, I, and then I, I perked up. I go, does your Bluetooth work? And he goes, well, yeah. He goes, I, I just don't want to have, you know, to look at my phone for directions. And I was like, well, if you... Bluetooth will just tell you to turn. Well, I, I want you to play. But I, I'm having some, and he said this, and I am quoting. I'm having some problems with the dashboard of my car. Shocking. 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 Man. Pammy! Hey, cowboy. You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous, are you? Yep. Good morning to you. Happy New Year. Okay, I, I guess I can go. Okay, so you know what, ass family? I, 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 I need to know this because Braddy Kid let me off the hook on this. Maybe, maybe this is why I didn't sleep because my subconscious was keeping me awake. Awake. Um, but I, I need your help on this. You make the call. Was I a bad guy? Better go take that one in for another new car. He'll be paying more negative equity than he would for an actual car. Oh, I haven't got to update you on the other story yet. Oh, this is so good. This is so good. Well, maybe I have. I've talked about her car and how it it needs to go to the shop. She just got this car like seven months ago, and it's having like all kind of electrical problems. And, uh, Turns out that, that she's been driving his car and he's been driving her car and now her car has problems. Oh, once again, hold on a second. Her car has problems after he's driving it. Shocking. Um, and they had to take it in to get diagnosed to see what was wrong with the car. When they called around, they said her car would cost about two grand to fix. So I, I tried to offer some help last week uh, and say, hey, uh, why don't you take it to a mechanic? Mechanics, as long as you don't take it to a dealership, mechanics will cut you a better deal. Am I still right about that? I have no idea about cars. But, but I, I, knew, I know that, right, that, that mechanics will be a lot cheaper than taking it to the dealership. Has he heard the term common denominator? No, neither of them have. Um, so, 
we told him, you know, if you're going to take it anywhere, take it to the dealership that you got it, where my friend is part of the owner. And I got them the deal on the car. Now, <laughs> when the car first broke down, he wanted to get an extended warranty and cover it. And I said, well, that's like getting diagnosed with cancer and then buying insurance. They aren't going to cover that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, this new extended one, it will. I'm like, okay. Sure enough, they called, and the extended one was like, well, no, if it's been diagnosed as fucked up already, we aren't going to offer that. So, Blake has always been fair to people. I can't speak for others. No, you didn't. 2.0 got a deal. Oh, don't even get me started on that, how he talks shit there. So, so they, they finally call around. They, they call Subaru because she wanted a Subaru, had to have a Subaru, needed a Subaru, needed that Subaru. Happened to be at my friend's dealership. Called my buddy I went to high school with. Drank a lot of beer with. Got into a few fights with. I said, hey, uh, the the wife's daughter's come in, needs his car. Can, can you do something? And he asked, but bam, worked it out. He and I worked it out on the phone. And I'm not a car guy. But I guess they went in there, and somebody started to try to haggle, and they're like, yeah, no. So they call the dealer. The dealer tells them, at my friend's dealership. Friend's dealership tells them it's going to be four days before we can get you in. Now, here's the rub. Here's, here's the... Your bratty kid's daughter. You and I might butt heads on a lot of things. We might not get the that get along that well. But I will do anything in the world I can for you. Why? Because you're Brad a kid's daughter. All you would have had to do is say, Hey, would you mind calling your friend and seeing if he can get us in? No problem at all. No problem at all. But you have to ask. Uh, I'm a mechanic, never buy a Subaru, uh, never go to the dealership. It's called the Steelership for a reason. Okay, that's what we thought. So they never asked. So I'm, I'm, look. I, I'm of this way that they're in their early 20s. They need to start learning things on their own. But if they were to ask, I would more than, I would be, I would be happy to help. I wouldn't be happy, but I, I would help. Didn't ask. So then they take the car in to that dealership. And she calls me from the dealership and says, uh, hey, your friend gives me the initials. Do, looked at me sideways when I was like, my friend. I go, did you talk to, and I gave the name. She's like, oh, no, I didn't talk to the right person. Oh, they say he's on vacation. I'm like, well, I can't help you then. If he's on vacation and 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 you've gone in there and now you've you said, oh, you know, I I I'm I'm Arnie's wife's daughter, blah 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 blah. Yeah, they don't know who I am there. He knows who I am. So she talked to the wrong guy. So then they dropped the car off, right? And last night, here's where here's where I need you uh, you guys to help me. You make the call. So they're sitting there last night, and they're telling us that they've dropped the car off and everything is going on there. She's like, um, 
do you think that that maybe your 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 friend could help us out? Maybe get a, a you know. She she didn't really explain. They're trying to get a loaner car because now they they're one car down. I had no idea until Braddy Kid told me later what they were talking about, and and she starts saying, "I said, well, is, didn't you say my friend's on vacation?" I go, "I can't call him if he's on vacation." So there it is. Uh, v Coop says, "Children raising children, good thing." Uh, phone a friend is the weakest link. So there you go. Oh, man. All right, let's talk about the world, shall we? Uh, all right, there we go. The Biden administration... <laughs> You know, the world that we live in right now, I just somehow don't understand. I don't, I, I don't understand a lot of stuff in the, in the world that we live in now. I don't understand what's important to lawmakers. I don't want, I, 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 I just don't understand what's important to these people. Are, keeping us safe is the only job that they have. Yet the Biden administration decided yesterday to unveil a new string of echo regulations in the latest apparent uh, appliance crackdown trying to get fridges and freezers out of people's houses. The Department of Energy issued its final home appliance crackdown of 2023 on Friday this time targeting residential refrigerators and freezers and commercial products. Leave our fridges alone. Leave the air conditioners alone. What's refrigerator Perry supposed to do? Glad I'm not the only person that cringes when Arnie says, let's talk about the world. Oh, we got good stuff, though. I mean, Joe Biden is just shitting the bed left and right. He wanted to go after gas burners first, even though Camel Toe or Camel, uh, Kamala, the Indian giant, was photographed on, on Thanksgiving with her honky husband. How do you go from Willie Brown to a honky? And, and and they're standing in front of their gas-powered stove. Then he tried to go after air conditioners. Now, he went after air conditioners in what people were calling the hottest summer of ever. The hottest summer on earth. And he wants to get rid of air conditioners. Now, what does he want scurvy to come back because he doesn't want us to refrigerate our food? I know scurvy isn't about refrigeration, but come on, just play along with me. Fridges are electric, so we're supposed to use electric or not. So dumb. Well, this is the part I don't understand. I took a week off and I did some deep thinking, and I still don't understand it. We want to ban coal. We want to ban oil. How in the fuck do you think we're going to get electricity? 
is Joe Biden going to run around during a thunderstorm with a kite with a key on the end of it? Where are we supposed to put our food? Are, there, are we supposed to just get fucking coolers and keep those in our houses? Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm retired now, so I can openly say, fuck you, Joe. Fuck Obama, too. It was embarrassing to serve under you two terrorists. But 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 here's the kicker. They want us to drive electric vehicles. They want us to get rid of our electrics, our electronic, not our electronics, but our electrical devices, air conditioners, refrigerators, freezers. But they want us to drive cars that are electric. And then yesterday, somebody told me that all new houses in certain areas are being built with EV fucking charging stations. Huh? Where are we going to get that electricity from? Anybody? Please tell me, where are we going to get electricity that we can afford if we cut out oil and if we cut out fucking coal? His old grease-haired fuckboy Newsom's law signed back in 2019 went into effect for illegals 19 and older. Cover. Oh, I've got the story about that coming up. Oh, that is how awful is that? California, since Alicia couldn't wait. I'm kidding. Uh, California yesterday became the first state to offer health insurance to all illegal aliens. Taxpayers in California are going to be on the bill for $3.1 billion. Billion. We get electricity from batteries, duh. Oh, yeah, that's going to be fantastic. We're going we're gonna to have cars running on Duracell. Turn the AC on in your electric car to keep your food cold. At least, sorry, I was worked up. No, it's okay. It's all these things that they're doing to try. This whole thing that we 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 want to we want we want everybody to get along and we want to live in this fucking big world. It's just nothing but a big hug. I'm so flabbergasted over the stupidity and the stupidity of people that go along with this. How in the blue fuck? Can you come up to me and say, you need to drive an electric car? Well, no, I I don't. I don't need to do that. I need to keep my house refrigerated or my food refrigerated, so I'll put my electrics there. You dicks. Are you fucking kidding me? We're going to pay health insurance for illegals? Uh, let me say, uh... Correct the mundo. Oh, look, it's getting even more ridiculous as the days go on. Donald! Days never finish. Master got me working. Someday Master set me free. It says, good morning, my beautiful ass family. Phil Collins better hope he gets royalties paid from the illegal alien song playing in ERs in California so he has income after he's named on Epstein's list here soon. Oh, that list is going to be delicious if it ever comes out. Uh, Look, I can't wait for it. Oh, let's see. Uh, do I? What was that one? Uh, 
Let's see. Do I have, do I have one for Bradster? I just don't know what the hell it is. Uh, Bradster. I can go to your mama's and start There's a small fire in like your panties. Says, good morning, big and asshats, too. If I was Governor Wheels, I'd put every illegal that comes to Texas on a plane, train, bus, whatever, straight to California and bankrupt the state. You know what's so funny is that we had 300,000 people, 300,000 illegal aliens cross the border into Texas last last December. In December, 300,000. We have sent 85,000 people to other places. I want you to think about that. All these, all these cities, New York, Chicago, L.A., Nantucket, we have sent 85,000 people there as a total of when we started sending these people out. That's it. We had 300,000 cross in December alone. I, I, I don't know what the answer The answer is to get rid of all these idiots. And, and, and look, I, I would say idiot Democrats because they all fit the bill. Um, what we're doing right now is so un-American. See, in America, we work hard and we get stuff. That used to be the way the, the American way is that you would work real hard, you'd take care of your family, and you would thrive that way. Now, America is the handout community of itself. Nobody wants to work hard, except those of us that are still working hard, that realize what the American dream is, and it's not just Dusty Rhodes, Daddy. Uh, that's an invading army. It, it it is. I mean, these people aren't these these people aren't, you know, pregnant women that are coming here to do their thing. These are all military age guys, and a lot of them are from Asia. Maid, you might know some of them. I don't know if they're your kin or whatever. If, I mean, if they're with you, it's fine. Maid, you 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 can get past the velvet ropes. But a lot of these people, they're Afghani's, and and look. I ain't trying to be funny here. I'm just trying to tell the truth because I'm not afraid to tell the truth. If you're 25 feet away from somebody who's from Iraq or Iran or, or whatever, any, any part of the shit is staying, you know, perimeter, you look at them and you're 10, 15 feet away, they look Mexican. Sorry. I'm sorry. They, that, that's what they look like. We ain't checking anybody. I mean, it, it, it's it's really ridiculous. And and I'm sorry to all the Mexicans out there that I've said that you look like people from Shittistan. My man, Colin and Jameson. Grab his dick and twist it. Oh, my God. Oh, dick twist. This morning all, today is my last day of vacation. Oh, that sucks. Well, hey, glad you're here to, to spend some of it with us. We've turned into this country that we just want to fucking give everybody a hug. Oh, we don't want anybody to suffer. Well, that's all good and everything. It's nice to say I don't want people to suffer. It's all right. 
But suffering is what makes it. A friend of mine who was a Navy SEAL, he was a sniper instructor, a dear friend of mine who, who I, I, I do love him like a brother. He told me a phrase, and, and, and a lot of you military guys and gals out there are going to know this phrase, but it really does, it, it resonates with me, and it's embrace the suck. That means if you're going to go someplace and do something and it's going to suck, just embrace the suck. That You know it's going to be terrible, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. But you see, we don't embrace the suck anymore. Nobody embraces the, the suck. Truman Show, I saw you earlier and I didn't play your thing, sorry. We have no desire or intention to destroy or enslave the Japanese people. That's good. He says at least Mexicans have good food. I don't imagine they don't in Shittistan. No, they, they eat a lot of fucking rocks and sand. At some point, are we concerned that another country is building their own secret army within our borders by sending that many of their people here? Yeah, hey... <laughs> Yes, somebody should be concerned about that. When Blake was starting his business up, I was working 57 hours a week, and we had two toddlers at home and a mortgage to pay. It was an, uh, it wasn't ideal for us, but it was a sacrifice we knew we needed to make, and things have only gotten better since then. Because you embrace the suck. America does not embrace the suck anymore. They go looking for handouts. They go they 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 look for for any means. You know, any way to cut a corner here and there. And that cutting corners and, and doing these things, I understand that they're a part of the, the way, but these people live their lives this way. I remember I asked this question on the old, old show that I was on. And I remember when I got the answer, I was so upset at the answer. And, and my job on that show was not to, and, and my job on this show is not to change the hearts and minds. It's to entertain you and inform you. That's my job. And sometimes I get in that mindset of, oh, God damn it, I want to change your heart and soul and mind on this. But then I have to pull back. And this was one of those times when I was not the one responsible. But when I asked, why, what is generational welfare? That's a legitimate question because I don't understand generational welfare. Like, you can't will your welfare down to your next of kin. I mean, can you? I, maybe you can now. I don't know. And I said, well, how are they on generational welfare? And I got this answer. And this answer has stuck with me, and, and oh, it, it fucking eats at my craw. They don't know any better. They're generationally on welfare because they don't know any better. And all I got to say to that is... Bullshit! Really. You're on welfare, but you've got the latest Jordans. Oh, you're on welfare, but you got 22-inch rims. You do know better. You do know what it'll take. But you aren't willing to do it because it's not cool to have a job or it's not cool to get an education. If I knew that Pebble and Boykind were listening right now, I would tell them this, that, that Mr. Arnie, 
says it's okay. If somebody says education isn't cool to fucking whoop that monkey ass. Education. And, and, and I don't have a great... I'd look, I have found that I enjoy learning now more than I ever did when I was in school. And it wasn't because I had ADD. It was because I was a teenager full of hormones and I liked to drink. That's why I didn't pay attention in school. Still got a 1450 on the SAT. Bam! Can't take that away from me. Why work when the government will give you our tax money? Why work when you can shit out a sick child and get more money from the state and government? Yep, I feel sorry for those that came here legally the right way, did the work. I wonder how they feel watching this garbage. We know firsthand, King, uh, King Steve. Our main man, Stackar. Stackar is, is my glowing, glowing example. That his mama and daddy came over here. They battled through the king cobras and everything over there in India. They battled through that. I, don't, I hope they didn't eat any monkey brain. But they came here and they did the right thing. They became citizens of this country. They did the 10-year thing, or seven years. I, I don't remember what Stackhart told me, but he did tell me it took him a while to do it. They did the right thing. If I was those people, th- those are the people I would fucking want armed at the border. Lazy fucks raise lazy fucks. It's called generational lazy fuckness. Generational welfare is a mindset. They're taught that is through example of uh, materialistic, so no pride in earning things. They don't value stuff when they get it because no matter what it is, they'll always want the next better thing. Yeah. Why does it always have to be snakes? <laughs> this is what happens when there isn't a man in the house. Uh, somebody texted, that's the lamest excuse of all time. What, that, that they don't know any better? I agree. It's a fucking lie. It's a goddamn lie. You're going to tell, really, you don't know any better. Once again, President Arnie or Vice President Arnie, I, look, I'll make sure if, if I'm Vice President under Tommy, I will full-on take the bullet for this one, where I will introduce a bill to Congress, and I will tell every congressman who doesn't vote for me, your life is going to suck for the next four years because you aren't going to get shit past me if I don't get this bill passed. And this bill will be this. There will be two items on this bill. Number one, or one and two, the only two things on Bill A11117, because I've got to have a 17 in there. Welfare and unemployment will last for 60 days. And then you have to wait an entire year to be eligible, to even be thought of eligible for it again. 60 days. Now, I've had this in my mind for the last, I don't know, 20 years. And the first thing I heard was, well, crime will go up. Well, crime, from what? I mean, have we not seen the streets today? People are just getting beat in front of fucking churches, synagogues, in New York, everywhere. Hmm? You're, you're going to tell me, oh, it's going to be more dangerous out there? I think it's pretty fucking dangerous out there right now. Ask anybody who lives on the south side of Chicago how fucking dangerous it is. So don't give me that argument. And my other argument is my favorite one. 
But let me read uh, what you guys are saying. All the Also tell those congressmen that their elbows are ugly. Oh, I will. Both my grandmas were immigrants. My grandma and my mom's side came here from the Soviet Union. And during that time, there was understandably worry and siding towards anyone from the Eastern Bloc. It took them eight to nine years traveling through the Middle East and getting enough money for a sponsorship and a flight to the States. And when they took their test for citizenship, they had to know English. I remember my dad's mom, the Italian side, when she took uh, hers many, many years later, she had been there. She was upset that they offered the test in Spanish and will not, and not Italian because she worked so hard to learn English because she has pride. People want to tell you pride is a bad thing. I'm here to tell you it's not. Pride and ego are good things to have. Pride and ego will make you walk taller, stand firm in your beliefs, because you're proud of that, and you're not. Don't let anybody confuse you and go, oh, you're such an idiot. No, you're not. You believe in what you believe in. My wife hates it, too. Her mom's immigrated from Mexico the right way. She remembers her mom getting here citizenship. Very proud moment. Some of these immigrants are more American than those who live here. I agree with that. 60 days. And then this is my favorite one. This is my favorite one. Well, and, and, uh, and by the way, if, if Tommy or I are president, you better believe this border issue is solved. It is solved with barrigators, with 50 caliber rifles. It is solved. This is my favorite argument. Well, Americans won't do those jobs. And I'm the first one to tell you this right here. Bullshit! Americans will do those jobs. And I'm talking about white Americans. Oh, Americans won't do those jobs. Bullshit. You might see some crime numbers go up, some thievery going up, some robberies going up. You might see that. I'm willing to trade that for for Americans actually working and being prideful. We can sit down then and have a real discussion about what, what wages are. Because, see, in the last 15 years, we've gotten into this weird flux that we're in right now to where we believe that, uh, that, that minimum wage should be a living wage. I'm here to tell you that minimum wage has never been meant to be a living wage. Truly, it's for people who lack skills in a lot of other ways meaning they don't have experience. Maybe some people have been to prison, and there are a lot of places that don't want to hire ex-cons, so they got to get the shit jobs. Sorry. Sorry you broke the law and you fucked up your life, and now you have to deal with this. Sorry about that. Served four years in the military. Thank you for your service. And honestly, I do not know if I would sign up again today. I don't know if that makes me a bad person, but I just don't believe the same country anymore. Hey, that, that's, that's your own prerogative. Uh, Pink Taco says, I got laid off right before Christmas. I needed the unemployment for a few months when they told me. I said, Merry Christmas to you, too. <laughs> Imagine. Increasing minimum wage is just inflation. Come on, Steve. You don't want to have to not use sir or ma'am and only refer to people by rank so you don't misgender them. Reinstate chain gangs. Put prisoners in the fields or doing shitty jobs. I uh, love your history, Alicia, my Nona, and her mom and dad's side came from Italy. My mom's side is northern Italy. 
and French Alps. My dad's from South Italy. See, those people came here, and they wanted to make a better life for themselves. These people that are coming here now want handouts. They want better health care. And by the way, we still have the best health care in the world. We do. But getting back to the Americans won't do those jobs. Yeah, they will. You see, it's in our DNA. I almost want to have the Star Spangled Banner playing underneath me here with this, but I'm not going to. It's in our DNA to work hard. That is all that we have done in this country for the last almost 250 years is work hard. And then all of a sudden, about 15, 20 years ago, that just stopped. That just stopped. I'm going to equate this to myself because I know my story better than I know anybody else's story. When I first started in radio, it was um, 1992. It was was October 1992. So I've got, what, 32 years in radio now? Or broadcasting? I, I, I started TV earlier than that. But uh, I started, and, and I started Scab as an intern in 1992, October 1st. And my dad didn't understand what internships were. He thought that they were taking advantage of me because I was Arnie the intern, and I had to be there for the morning show. And then I had to learn all kinds of stuff behind the scenes, how to splice tape how to uh, edit a commercial on the computer, how the board works. My main job, and I'm proud of this, my main job every morning was to put CDs and commercial uh, uh, tapes. We we had like eight-track tape players that played commercials way back in the day before computers. Kids, I don't have time to explain what an eight-track tape is. But I would have to put the CDs back in the alphabetical order in the wall. Mate says, I started listening in 98. Damn, I'm old. So I was very proud of that because I, 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 it, because I, I was working and I was learning this job. I was learning this trade, and I loved it. This is why I'm still doing it now, 34 years later, 32 years later. Goddamn, Arnie, thank you so much. I swear this show is sometimes like therapy. So happy to know that there are others out there that think the same way I do. So my dad, who I trusted my dad more than anybody in the world. You guys know my relationship with my dad. I can barely talk about him without fucking getting choked up because I miss him so much. And this was the one thing that he and I kind of battled a little bit on. I was like, Dad, I'm working my way to getting a full-time job. Now, I was hired part-time, which was good, I, but I was only getting part-time pay for the weekends, still, but I still had to do the morning show. Not getting paid for that. Now, oh, the other job I had was I had to go get breakfast every morning. They paid, me, they paid for it, but I had to go and drive and get the breakfast. I didn't mind. That was what, that was what interns did. Still using 8-track? Uh, I don't think many stations are. But today's interns can't put things back in alpha. I, you know what? As safety guy, if you remind me before I go to break, uh, I, I, I'll, I'll tell the ship break story again. 
about an intern. Um, in the words of Trump, why do we keep getting people here from shithole countries? Why can't we have more moving here from Sweden or Norway? Um, so I'll never, ever forget one of the proudest moments of my life. Uh, I was pulled into the office, and, and there, there was a hiccup along the way because there was a night show opening at K-Hit Country. Hit kicking new country, K-Hit 104.5. Still know the tagline. Thank you very much. Uh, rock 104.5, Reno's Rock Station, and then you'd have to say the word Nevatitude, which was fucking gay as shit. I hated the phrase Nevatitude. I didn't get the job, and I had been busting my ass, and I told my dad, stupidly, I told my dad that there was a night show opening up for a full-time spot, but I wanted to stay on the morning show, because I like doing the morning show. The morning show was my gig. I like getting up. I like doing it. Ken Dog. There is no just Ken. No, it's Ken Dog. Happy New Year to you. So... I didn't get that job. My dad was not happy. He's like, you gotta get in you gotta get out of there. Just just focus on school. Cause by the way, I was still going to school. I was go I was I was going to college. By the way, I had to take care of my mom, who had had a stroke. Oh, and I worked at the airport too. Did all those things in my twenties. Happily. So I could pursue this career. I remember I went to my communications teacher in college and University of Nevada, because that's where I was going at the time. Um, they didn't have a radio program. They just had a communications department. And I asked my communications, I was like, I want to get in radio because at this time I was interning. And uh, I, how do I do that from here? He's like, well, you should go to like a Columbia Broadcasting School. I was like, well, no, I'm not going to do that. That's why I'm coming here. And my dad was riding me. And I was like, no, Dad, as, as long as I put in the work, I, I will get the job. And I'll never, ever forget when I got called into the office and the general manager, who she didn't really like me that much, and, but she, her days were numbered anyway. Her name was Carol, and she was a cunt. Uh, she goes, I don't know how you did it, but uh, we're, we're here to offer you a contract, a full-time employment contract. And I was told, okay, now you have to work seven days a week, and you're going to get paid. And I, it wasn't a lot of money, but I did have health care. I had benefits. I had things like that. Also, I had my foot in the door. I was still on the morning show. I had to do weekend shifts still. Didn't care. Had to do all the other bullshit, but now I'm getting paid by the radio station. I kid you not. I left that meeting. And my dad at that time worked at the Reno Airport. He did the, he did TSA before it was TSA. Just imagine that. Hey, look at this gal's hoots. Um... I showed up at the airport, and this is back when you didn't have to have a ticket. You could go through the x-ray machine and all that kind of stuff way before 9-11. And I showed up at his work, and he's like, what are you doing here? 
I showed him the contract. And my dad broke down. It was a proud moment for me. Why? Because the hard work paid off. Now, the hard work didn't stop there. All of you that have jobs that you love, you don't mind working your ass off. There are a lot of people out there that do not like the jobs that they have, and they still work their ass off for it. But you who have the jobs that you like, that you love, you bust your ass. And for, for my whole career, I busted my ass. I, know, I was a big swinging dick in the morning show, but we still busted our ass. Because hard work beats talent, but if you're talent and your hard work, nothing can beat you. And for a nine-year stretch, nobody beat us until they weighed the rating numbers. You're talking about pride again, yes. I can imagine old Jer's random inspection selections. Oh, look at the jugs on her. We're gonna we, beep. I don't think my dad ever went beep, but I know he wanted to. So, fast forward to like 15 years into my career, I'm in Sacramento, and I'm sitting in the promotion director's office. And this kid walks in. He's an intern. Now, as an intern, I always took special interest in the interns, especially the young, hotter ones. But, but there was a rule in place, so I could, I could not Bill Clinton it there. But I had a rule that the interns had to bring me donuts once a semester. And we'd have, like, five interns in the building. You got to bring me donuts once. Once. And what I would do is... I would take a donut, and then I would give them back to the interns and go, these are yours. I wouldn't share them with the other two that were in the studio. I'd give them back to them because, you see, this is something that you have to do, and I'm trying to pay it forward. Well, there's this one kid, and uh, I, I, don't, I, I don't know what his name was. Um, I do know that he was – he might know Mage. Let the rock tell you in Chinese. I don't think he knew Mage, though. But he, he was an Asian kid, a little, little, little Asian fella. I want to be ninja. I want to chow, 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 chow down. Take chow down to Chinatown. I want to be ninja. So, uh, he's bugged me all semester about being on our show. Now, we, we don't, we never had guests, like, we didn't have guests on back in the day. We had a hard rule against phone interviews because we knew that the person didn't want to be there. We had, we did a couple of them. We did a phone interview with Kid Rock that I'm still appalled by today because he was half asleep. He didn't want to be there. And he's a nice guy. I've met him a couple times. He's a super nice guy, but when he's first waking up, he's not that nice of a guy. So... He wanted to be on the show. So I'm sitting in the promotion director's office, who's a good buddy of mine, and I'm asking him, are you keeping any of the interns? He's like, yeah, there's, there's a couple. I go, what about shit break? Because that's what I did. I just called him shit break. And he goes, oh, God, no. He goes, that kid just wants to come here and go to movies and go to concerts and not do any of the work. So with that, all of a sudden, then shit break walks in. 
And he bows. He didn't really bow. Sorry. He, <laughs> he walks into the room. And he says, Honorable Arnie. <laughs> I want to be on show. Please let me be on show. And I looked at him and I said, all right. If you can tell me one redeeming quality while you, you should be on the show, since you haven't gotten me donuts and you're not going to be getting me donuts, I said, what can you bring to the show that we three don't already cover? Shipbreak, is that from American Pie? I think I called him, like, I think I called him Shipbreak. Did his words match his lips? I said, what can you contribute to our show? And he looked me dead in the eye. I had a squint. <laughs> oh, I know I'm hitting all the fucking stereotypes today, aren't I? And uh, he looks at me and he goes, uh, and, and I'm not kidding about this. This is a hand-to-God story. And he, y'all listened to the show back in the day. He says, I know a lot about Metallica. And I looked at him. I said, can you say that again? And, and at this time, the promotions director has doubled over. He's laughing. And he goes, ah, Arnison, I know a lot about Metallica. And I just looked at him, and I fucking, I let him have it. Oh, fucking, I was the guns of the Navarone. I was super fly TNT. I looked at him, I said, when was the last time we played a fucking Metallica song on our show? He kind of looks, I go, we don't play music, so why are we going to talk about the fucking ins and outs of Metallica? As I'm walking by him, I go, God, you're a dumb fuck. I just left. I want to say, God, you're a dumb fuck for an Asian, but even then, I think that would have been too much. Oh, man, do I got a booger hanging out my nose? I hope not, because I'm on camera. Hold on a second. I got to check myself out here. No, no booger. Now, <laughs> we'll do one more story, then we'll take a break. Since, since we're on the Pacific Rim here, uh, let, let, let's go see our, 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 our little fat buddy, shall we? Our little fat buddy, Kim Jong-un. Uh, oh, I got two stories from the, the, the Korean Peninsula. So Kim Jong-un came out and said, <laughs> I, guess, I, I guess he's being for real here. I think he's doing a stand-up act. I, I think this is his seven minutes. <laughs> he has come out and said uh, that the military, his military, the North Korean military, you know, the one that he starves, should thoroughly annihilate the United States and South Korea if provoked. And as soon as I heard that, as soon as I heard him say something like that, this is the first thing that I thought of. Oh, my God, where in the fuck did I put it?
You got to be kidding me. Oh, here. Oh, there it is. So he comes out and he says that the North Korean military should thoroughly annihilate the United States. You're a chicken. I'm a chicken hawk. And I'm going to eat chicken. You remember that? You remember little chicken hawk from the Foghorn Leghorn? I say, I say. I'm a chicken hawk and you're a chicken. And, and, and Foghorn Leghorn and the dog would just beat the shit out of the little thing. They never got to eat them. That's all Kim Jong-un is. He's chicken hawk. He's a fat little chicken hawk. The, the North Korean military, who feasts on rat stew, is going to thoroughly annihilate the United States and South Korea if provoked. Really? Really? Someone like that sounds dumb enough to complain about a talk radio show because you can't change the station because you like the music they play. I mean, seriously. Oh, yeah, we're going to thoroughly... With what? Well, are, 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 are y'all going to do it? I mean... I mean... I like seeing news headlines and, and watching the news reels whenever they have a parade over there. They got a lot of fucking parades. I thought we had a lot of parades. Like, we got the, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. We got the Rose Bowl Parade. And the, the Veterans Day Parades and all the other cities and everything. But, like, we only, we only go full bore mainly for those two parades. Boy, them motherfuckers in North Korea, them motherfuckers have parades, like, weekly. And we're talking full military. They're doing them high kicks like the Rockets. By the way, I think that the, the Rockets who perform at Radio City Music Hall could probably beat the hell out of the whole North Korean fucking military. I'm surprised he's not feeding them people. I'm Seriously. Like, those people are starving in North Korea. He isn't. He's a fat fuck. His daughter, fat fuck. The people there are starving. I would imagine he's taking the people who starve to death and then feeds them to the military. We could win that war just by poisoning rats. No shit. Fuck you, Kim Jong-un. <laughs> you ass clown. Okay, uh, let's see cut these stories. I got I got two more stories and we can take a break. I know that you guys don't mind. I get to be I get to be more racist here. Well, not not in this story. In the last story I will. Uh do you like a chihuahua bark then run? <laughs> Wait, that's not the right story. Wait a second here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. This happened and I got a video of it. It's pretty fucking gruesome, dude. Uh this happened in South Korea. Uh, just yesterday, 59-year-old politician uh, Lee Jang-mong. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, the, the Koreans are way down here. Lee Jang-mong, right? Am I right about that, Mage? Did I get that? Did I get that accent right? Lee Jang-mong got stabbed in the neck. 
Brother got a neck rash. He he's doing. He's the opposition leader, uh, the the main opposition Democrat party. Another Democrat, Avi. Uh, he's looking for former party leader Lee Nakyong for his resignation. Well, the folks didn't like that too much. And let's see. Sounded more Japanese. Warning, this video contains images that may be upsetting. So the dude's walking around. He's talking to the press. They got a bunch of people. Some guy just walks up and stabs him in the neck. Stabbed him in the neck. Good God. Good God, he stabbed him right in the jugular. Stabbed him right in the fucking neck. Uh, he is conscious after being stabbed in the neck with an 11-inch knife by a man who lunged at him during a press conference. The attacker was immediately wrestled and kung fu to the ground and arrested, yet has been not named or given motive. Well, I, I, I believe... <laughs> yes, you did. Thank you, Mage. I appreciate that. I'm only going off a bit to Joe Coy. Did. Yeah, yeah, the Koreans are way down here. Korean. Japanese, they, ah, Japanese, hey, Japanese. Hello, kitty. I know, that's fucking terribly racist. I don't care. Um, they don't know why, no motive was given. He opposes his politics. There's the motive. And he stabbed that motherfucker right in the neck. Must have learned that from an American prison. Or he, or he listens to Bad Baby and talk about neck rash. Now, our last story, boy, oh, boy, I'm going to hell for this one. I got any Iranians listening right now? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this, to me, sounds like an oxymoron. You know, like jumbo shrimp. Smart congresspeople. Attractive fat person. See, all those are oxymorons. Along with... Iranian warship. An Iranian warship enters the Red Sea among soaring tensions after the U.S. sank three Houthi boats and Britain said it was considering airstrikes to stop the attacks on merchant vessels. Sober .35. Um... An Iranian warship? I got. I got to say this right now. I, I don't care. Uh, how bad does that thing fucking smell on the inside? Holy Lord! Them people have got special bo. I mean, they they have the goddamn bo, and it ain't their fault. It's the food they eat. You know, when, when I lived in a. Was that Rockwell, Rockland? Yeah. Yeah, I lived in Rockland. This wasn't Roseville. Well, no, this was Roseville. This is when I lived in Roseville. Lived in Roseville. And uh, when I'd come home, I'd, I'd lived in a little neighborhood, you know. And there's this one house on the block in front of my house. It was a corner lot. And it, every day. Every day starting at like 7 in the morning, their garage was open. And they were all sitting out there. And I'm sitting there going, okay. I mean, they're used to the desert and all. I, I don't know. I, I think they, they were Iran. I believe they were they were either Iranian or Pakistani. I don't know. I, I kind of knew the neighbors. 
And I asked neighbors one time, I'm like, why in the fuck are they in the garage all day? He goes, because their house stinks. He goes, they cook all their food in there. So now I want you to think about that. I want you to think about the stank-ass Iranian food. And by the way, what is Iranian food? Like, I don't see a lot of Iranian restaurants around. I know people like to go to Thai restaurants. They go to Indian places. i never seen no Iraq restaurant. Hell, they got Botswana restaurants. Can you imagine how bad? The, and, and by the way, the Iranian warship. Does it still have oars? Do, do they track it with an Apple tracker? Does somebody go to, like, the, uh, the, the Iraqi Apple store? Where, by the way, they do sell apples there. <laughs> I want tracker. Give me tracker. Put the tracker in the boat, and then that's how they, they get the coordinates. And An Iranian warship. Iran, Iraq, it's all the same. We have a guy whose family is Pakistani, and he told me a lot about them cooking in their garages. They use smoke signals. I mean, dude, that, I got to tell you, all that warship's got to do is open its windows and shoot that fucking B.O. over there. Fuck it, it'll kill everybody. My neighbors are Mexican, and they always are out in the garage, too. He opens his chair and TV, hangs out in there all day and night. I live in a 16-story building, and I had Middle Eastern family on the same floor as mine. Their food stunk so bad, I complained to management, and they moved shortly after. Well, I, I, I had a real estate buddy who said selling those houses. It, it, look, look, I'm not meaning to be racist here. I'm just reporting racist stuff because that's what I like to do. Um. He said they had a hard time selling those houses. Like, like if one of those, and, and look, it's no, it's, it's no shot against the family. I'm not trying to take it out on the family or anything, but those houses, they retain that smell. I bet that ship is held together with that infomercial shit. <laughs> Flex seal. They get it from their cousins that are running the stop and robs. All right, phone number is 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write me. We got listener mail tomorrow uh, brought to you by our fine friends over at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. Fuck the rest. Live music this week, or at least today and maybe tomorrow, uh, seeing how much I can find. But uh, since I am back and I am live on the air, Back a few months ago, I was headlining at a great big nightclub. And he put me up a couple of days early. I came in a couple of days early, and they put me up at what they call the Star Suite. Now, here I am, headliner in one of the biggest nightclubs in the country, and I wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning in this Star Suite, all by myself. Yeah, that's what I said, all. But I did what I've always done, man, to cheer myself up. I picked up my guitar, I sat down, I wrote me a little song. Now this is how it feels to be alone at the top of the hill and trying to figure out why. Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble. 
perfect in every way I can't wait to look in the mirror Cause I get better looking each day To know me is to love me I must be a hell of a man Oh Lord, it's hard to be humble But I'm doing the best that I can I used to have a girlfriend But I guess she just couldn't compete With all of these love-starved women Who keep clamoring at my feet Well, I probably could find me another But I guess they're all in all of me Who cares? I'd never get lonesome Cause I treasure my own company Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble You're perfect in every way Can't wait to look in the mirror Can't wait to look in the mirror Help me out now, come on I get better looking each day To know me is to what? To know me is to love me Must be a hell of a man I must be a hell of a man Oh, Lord, it's hard Lord, it's hard to be humble when you're doing what? We're doing the best that we can. I guess you could say I'm a loner, a cowboy outlaw, tough and proud. Well, I could have lots of friends if I wanted, but then I wouldn't stand out from the crowd. Some folks say that I'm egotistical Hell, I don't even know what that means I guess it has something to do with the way that I fill out my skin-tight blue jeans Whoa. Come on, where's all the kickers in here? Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble When you're perfect in every way When you're perfect in every can't wait to look in the mirror. I can't wait to look in the mirror. Cause I get better looking. I get better looking each day. To know me is to what? To know me is to love me. Must be a hell of a man. Must be a hell of a man. Oh Lord, it's hard. Lord, it's hard to be humble. What are we doing? We're doing the best that we can. One more time. What are we doing? We're doing the best that we can. Give yourself a hand.
Southbound 
Yankee Chop, oh, no, she was a Yankee Chop. Since time that I made Texas now my home. So loaded her stuff on down into my pickup truck. Said goodbye to all my friends. Call my brother Dave living down in Austin, Texas. Said I'm headed home again. Yeah, now we're southbound 35. We're heading down the road. By the morning, so let Texas be on my soul. I got Texas in my soul. Big show here on a Tuesday, January the 2nd, 2024. If you still write checks, does that does that throw you off like still? Like you know, you know, like when when the month changes and the year changes, does that throw you off for a couple months? By the way, does anybody still write checks? I don't know. Hold on a second here. Uh Mage is calling. Mage, what's up, brother? Hey man. How you doing, buddy? Oh, just fantastic. That uh, last story you talked about with the Pakistani people living in houses and you can't sell them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because they stink. So I used to work for a company that, like, fixed uh, bathtubs and shower surrounds and stuff. And we got a call from a maintenance guy here in Colorado. And he's like, hey, can you come check this out, see if he could fix it for us? And we were like, yeah, sure. 
So we drive over and we walk into the bathroom and it's completely melted. Is what huh? It's melted. Melted. Like 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 the toilet melted. Well, you know how the 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 like the enclosure or the tiles sometimes are plastic? Yeah. The bathtub and everything's all melted. Okay. And I was like, what happened? And they were like, well, a Pakistani family lived here and they were trying to cook a goat in their bathtub. <laughs> and I was like, how did they cook it? And they're like, they made a fire in the bathtub. <laughs> And I told him, I was like, dude, no, you have to rip all this out and replace it. Come on, are you serious? I drove all the way here for this bullshit. I mean, you're going to have to have a seance to get the soul of the goat out of that damn bathroom. I mean, they they were going to cook, they cooked the goat in the bathroom. Who the fuck cooks a goat in the fucking bathroom? My question is, where the fuck do you buy a goat like that? I mean, they obviously stole one. They're, they're just out on some fucking farm road somewhere and say, yeah, 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 yeah. And they fucking grab one, fucking put it in there, and now it's goat stew. And uh, it was in Boulder, Colorado, the dumbest place in the world. Good God almighty. That is fucking terrible. <laughs> Boulder is San Francisco without the ocean. Oh, God. Yeah, I want to go there. Man, <laughs> well, have oh, a good man. show, man. Hey, thanks, mate. Good talking to you. Happy New Year. This year, this, by the way, Major, am I correct? This is the year of the prosecution. Uh, I believe it went, it went rat, ideally leading into the year of the prosecution. City where I work has a history of people burning up their houses, cooking goat heads. They boil it down, and it runs out of water and catches fire. Dear God. Dear God in heaven. What the hell? Um... I didn't mention one thing yesterday when I, I was on the show um, about something that I saw, and, and I'm starting to see this in a lot of places. Um, I don't like this. I, I don't like this at all. I think this is awful, and this is where we need to say not here. Okay? This little turmoil that's going on in the Middle East right now, you know, the terrorist Hamas who attacked Israel, and then we're telling Israel, "Oh, you can't defend yourself. We're turning on our back. We're we're turning our back on our best ally." Well, now these fine folks, these Palestinian bags of shit, are blocking traffic ways to airports in America. They they they're doing all these things to upset the apple cart, if you will, to bring to bring more light to the plight of the Palestinians. And it just so happened that last week when I went out, uh, I, I, I saw one of these things. Now, I didn't see anything like this. This happened to a Jewish family in a mall in New Jersey. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. I'm helping you. You're attacking me. You attacked me and dropped my phone. You are reporting me so much It's free Palestine. It's free Palestine. Jewish families are being attacked in public. People are wearing these IDF shirts, which is the the saying that they. I I don't even know what it's for. I just know it's bad. So so I, I did my little part. 
uh, as I was leaving the mall, uh, they were on the overpass above me. So I couldn't really honk and flip them off because I didn't want them to throw anything until I got right under them. When I just had my window down and I yelled the loudest fuck you. I thought I sprained my vocal cords again. I yelled the loudest fuck you to them with all their Palestinian bullshit up and, and them waving their Palestinian flags. Um, th- this is, the, okay, okay. We have way too many things happening now in America, okay? We don't need this. Let, 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 let's go ahead and just take care of this problem. Israel, hey, full, full steam ahead. You do what y'all got to do. If you have to eradicate them, you got to eradicate them. Sorry. Sorry, folks. Moose, park's closed. Moose out front should have told you. I'm so tired of this bullshit. I'm tired of people who can't go out in fucking public now based on their religion. These people, and, and, and by the way, the Jewish religion in America is about as close as we're going to get to understanding what religion is like in the Middle East. Jewish people, the young men, they have to go through their bar mitzvahs. I, I'm not sure the, the gals have to do the bat mitzvahs the same way. You got to learn that, that, that the Hebrew and you got to sing it there and you got your, your cool scarf on and your little hat. I, I'm not trying to be a jerk here. But hey, those are some dedicated folks. Us assembly of godders or fucking snake handlers. Hey, Sunday and Wednesday, we're good to go. Easter, damn right I'll be there. Christmas, I'm there. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I, I'm done fighting their religious wars. We're never going to understand their religion. And, and, and the Palestinians, y'all fucked up. Okay? Y'all just fucked up. Y'all went into the big dog's yard and you took doo-doo. And the big dog doesn't like doo-doos in their yard. They ain't their dog. They ain't their doo-doo. Okay? So then the big dog came out, and they, they grabbed you, and they pretty much grabbed you by the throat, and, and they gave you a, a, a warning. <laughs> you don't want the big dog's big brother to come in. That's us. You don't want that. You do not want that. We will turn it to the rubble strip. So tired of all this bullshit. By the way, there's a story uh, right now in uh, New York City. New York City! Not appropriate whatsoever, especially for this story. Uh, police are investigating right now. Um, where'd it go? Hold on a second here. I, I don't want that page. I want this page. Um, the FBI is probing a deadly explosion of a car filled with at least 12 gas containers uh, in New York. Two people were killed. Five others were injured. Uh, a Ford Explorer filled with at least a dozen gas canisters smashed into a Mitsubishi Outlander. So at least $28 worth of damage was done. Oh, this happened outside of a concert at the Kodak Center. So there you go. Goddamn, that animal attack sound bite gets me every time. Oh, I love the racha sound. The racha sound is so great. I used to love doing the racha. But, but that guy right there takes the cake. Now, hockey player, uh, he sent me something, and I looked it over. Now, I, I don't understand it. Uh, it's very uh, easy. Way. Okay, sweet.
All right, uh, cool, hockey player, on that email about the, the thing we're working on. Cool. We, you and I will talk later. Uh, but he sent me the, uh, the released Epstein in USA versus Maxwell uh, documents. Um, I'll, I'll share it with y'all. And it looks like they're handwritten, you know, codes that aren't redacted. But I can't tell any names. And he sent something on here that says Trump's allegedly on 17 or 18, page 17 or 18. And all you got to do is scroll down. It's hard to it's hard to look. 18, 24, and 27. Um, I didn't see his name anywhere. Here's the thing. It, I'm not saying that he's not on it. There's a lot of things that make me believe that Donald Trump is not any part of this thing. First and foremost is if Donald Trump's name would have been on any of these flight logs when this first was a case, that would that would be all we hear. We wouldn't hear about the, the indictments over fucking uh, whatever he did in New York or this bullshit or documents like that. If Donald Trump would have been on Epstein Island ever, you don't we, we would know they would they would burn a certain amount of celebrities to be able to get him. So I, I, I did, but but like I said, it's hard to read because it's handwritten and it's kind of scribbled. I'm hoping somebody, and I'm hoping these are the real ones, and I hope they're deciphered. I see Ghislaine's name on there a bunch, and I see Epstein's name on there a bunch, but it's interesting to see, though, right now. Uh, hockey player says page 18. Okay, hold on a second. Let me scroll down. And I got to blow it up because I can't read that small print. Page 18. Okay. Let's see. Uh, 200%. Let's see if I can read it 200%. Date the 26th. You said page 18. All right. Uh, 1993. I don't have a date on here. Uh... Flight time. I don't, I, I, I can't. Oh, there, okay, I see his name. There is Donald Trump. Two times there. Okay, I see it. All right, I, I, I see it. I'm, I'm very surprised at this. I'm surprised that they would allow this to even come out. We'll see, though. We'll see what happens. I think what we're going to get, I mean, we got that that Bill Clinton was on there. Bill Clinton was on. Uh, anybody else that we've mentioned besides Trump? I think what we're going to get is we're going to get all the names we already know. We're going to get a lot of low-hanging fruit from this. Ghislaine Mack, I still don't know why she's not testifying. Like, if, if I'm the federal prosecutor, all I got to do is go to her dingy, tuna-smelling fucking cell. Because you, you know that that prison is dank. It's in Florida. Bunch of rough gals in there. Probably not a lot of fucking grooming going on. You walk into that fucking chicken of the sea fucking can that they, they live in. And you go, Ghislaine, we're going to let you go. We're going to let you walk. All you got to give us are all the names. 
Give us all the names that mean something. That's all. Hell, I'll tell you what. We'll buy you a house and we'll put you in witness relocation. How's that? She already knows. If she does, she's dead. And that's probably why she hasn't done it. Bums me out. Not that, that, not that, that, that they, they're going to kill her or anything like that. It just bums me out that we don't get the truth about these scumbags that fucking were having sex with underage girls on an island. I don't know why America's not more worked up about that. We're more worked about, about how they fucking changed the Big Mac. And yes, I am worked up about that. The stuff that we're focusing on now it, it truly amazes me. Um, it, it, the stuff that we focus on and then the stuff that we should focus on, we just kind of just go, poof. And this is an example of what we shouldn't be focusing on. This is one of those stupid arguments that during the last year we had a lot of fun with, and that is the almighty word of reparations. The reparations movement in California is plunged into chaos after San Francisco mayor abandons $4 million pledge. Shocking. Shocking. As New York becomes the third state to launch a task force to address state's painful legacy of slavery. Good God. Douglas! Screw your freedom. Good morning to you, my friend. So you're telling me that what the, the original plan was something like $300,000 would go to every black person that lived in California for a certain time. $300,000. You got to buy any house that you wanted for a dollar. Oh, and you, you don't have to pay any of your credit off. We're going to student loan you. Then the number got taken up to a million dollars a resident. And then it was up to like $4 million a resident. Now, it, that was a lot of money. I'm glad that San Francisco pledged a whole $4 million to the cause. And people are, it's in chaos now because $4 million out of, if they were going to pay all by, wasn't it something like, close to like $3 billion they were going to end up paying? But this $4 million is setting them off. Um, let, let's just have this conversation once, shall we? Um, if you're in favor of reparations, well, you're a moron. Secondly, why should you get the money? You weren't a slave. And, and by the way, I love how California is doing this because they're not basing it on slavery. They're basing it on a time when the system was unjust to black folks in this country. It was unjust to everybody that was of a different color in this country. Psst. They couldn't get houses. Um, I said they, yes. 
Black folks couldn't get houses. They were mistreated by the police, which, by the way, hasn't changed. All this shit. All of it. And you're sitting there going, wait a second. This has nothing to do with slavery. Nothing at all. Because, let me, let me just throw this out there in case you're really not paying attention. If you're alive today, you had absolutely, positively, no struggle with, with slavery. You were never a slave. Your mama was never a slave. Your daddy was never a slave. Grandpa? Nope. Grandma? Nope. Great-granddaddy? Possibly. Why are you getting the money? That's your great-granddaddy's money. It ain't your money. I know you talked about it a bunch yesterday, but NBC Sports has a story up saying that Dan Campbell admitted to trying to confuse Dallas on the two-point play, and it backfired. Oh, I, I, I have no idea. I just know that, look, they fucked up because they didn't. The, the referees called out number 70, and they should have called out 68, and when they didn't call the right number, the Detroit Lions should have said, wait a second, this guy's eligible. I'm sure I have a distant relative that was a slave in my family tree. I know I had cousins that married. Look, and, and, and look, we can all go down our family trees and look where we were enslaved at some point in our lives. Everybody was, this is the part that, that mesmerizes me, is that I just don't get it. Like, I had nothing to do with it. Do I, do I think that slavery, slavery is horrible? By the way, it's still practiced today. Mainly the sex slavery business with underage girls, hashtag Jeffrey Epstein. But let's get past that. Let's get back to old-time slavery. My people, the Irish, and my sister did the, when, when my sister was still alive to me, she traced back our heritage. We, my, my family didn't come to this country until like 1897 from Ireland. Now, if you check the records, 1897, that's after the Emancipation Proclamation, means after the Civil War, which means slaves were free, so there were no slaveries then. So why do I have to pay reparations? Hmm? Hmm? I can, I, I can prove that we never had any, so... What do you mean by my people, LOL? The Irish. They came over here, and by the way, they were treated like dog shit too. I look at it like this. I like to look at things in metaphors, and and, and I like to talk in metaphors even more now that I know that, that Dr. House did it on the show House. New immigrants that come to this country, they're like incoming freshmen. You remember, like, like, like once you made it to your senior year, you could just pick on freshmen left and right. And that's what we did. And that's what happened. Every time somebody new came here, we picked on them left and right. Whether it be the Mexican folks, whether it be the black folks, whether it be the Italians, whether it be the, the Irish, they get shit on because it's a rite of passage. I'm still waiting on mine from the Roman Empire for what he did to my Germanic people. What's interesting, why is page 104 names are blacked out Biden? That's very interesting. I'll have to go through that and look at that. 
Um, just can, can can we possibly ask family? Let's let's all put our brain works together and our brain waves together, and let's get rid of the word reparations this year. Let's not talk about. It. Let's not waste any breath on it. Sound sound of freedom this week, and goddamn, Biden's are directly responsible for days underage slavery happening in America. I want to see Hunter's name on Epstein's list. Oh, I'm sure. Sh- I'm sure that Hunter and fucking Jeffrey Epstein partied a lot together. Trash painting, every Roman alive today should pay you and your people. I swear to God, we cry so much. Everybody cries so much. They cry so much over all the things that they can't control. The past. God damn it, you stole this land from my people. I want a casino. Okay, here you go. You're one one thousandth Indian, native. Uh, uh, yeah, feather not dot. Instead of yeah 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 yeah. Call center not casino not call center. You got these honkies walking around because they're one one thousandth native, and they get to run a casino. While the poor Native Americans that live on reservations are trying to fucking figure out how to mix 409 and water together and not die. Now, I, I, I have picked on the foreigners today a lot. I'm sorry. I think that was my New Year's resolution was to pick on foreigners even more. But you know what? When I see something that I agree with, I'm going to go ahead and I'm, I'm going I'm to stick my head out there and hope they don't chop it off. Our friends in Saudi Arabia, you know that wacky bunch of fucking guys that walk around with the dresses on? The sheiks, the sheikhs, the princes. You know, the one that control all the oil in the world. And they train the terrorists that attacked us on 9-11. But that's a whole different story that we don't want to talk about. The one thing that I will go ahead and say with... Uh, now, now, I'll have to look into the cases, of course. Saudi Arabia last year killed 170 people. I mean, the, the state did. They, they, they executed. Fucking A, Texas, you better fucking get going. We used to have a saying, our prisons have killed more people than cancer. But fucking A, Saudi Arabia, they don't fuck around. They had 38 executions in December alone. That's more than one a day. Boy, you know that that fellow with that big old fucking, you know, uh, Arabic sword. That motherfucker's tired. He's sore. So here's a good story for you. The people of Mile and Okinawa went to the Japanese government after World War II and said they wanted money, their land back, and they want Japanese officers charged for their crimes for what they did. Japanese government said the uh, funniest, most fucked up thing ever. They said that country doesn't exist anymore. Now go home. Jesus. 38 in a month. Boy, oh boy. See, I kind of like that system. You're convicted, die. You know why why they're walking around leopards with diamond fucking, you know, uh, collars? Is because their legal system ain't fucking backed up. We ain't giving their damn... When you're sentenced to death over there, you don't get three appeals. 
I don't even know if you get three minutes. A total of 147 convictions were executed in 2022. Uh, They're routinely criticized by human rights activists who condemn prolific use of capital punishment. Hey, man, I'm cool with it. As long as it's not like a journalist who's just trying to do their job. You know, I mean, I mean, if it's something bad, like, 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 let's say, let's say that you're in Saudi Arabia. I don't know if this is death penalty or not, but if you if you take off one of the sheik's hats, you know, the, the, the tablecloths they wear on their head, if you take one of those off, is that death? See, that might be a little too much. And I like the little rings around the hat. It's like a little halo they got over their little little thing. I mean, do, do they wear those around their head and then they, they show up at a picnic and they just throw it out and they eat? I'm not sure. Those human rights idiots need to go there to protest. Yeah. See, this is, it's funny. You can, you can, if you want to save, save yourself a lot of headache and a lot of fucking yelling at the TV, you got to think about something. And we're doing it to ourselves. You don't see terrorists fuck with China. Right? You You don't hear about, Chinese airliners getting hijacked. You don't hear about somebody walking into a Chinese grocery store or, God forbid, you know, fucking uh, a P.F. Chang's over there. And they're, they're, from what I understand, the P.F. Chang's in China are the freshest. Don't kill the joke. They don't walk in there. They don't walk into a Panda Express and explode it. Do you know why? I'm going to tell you why. And by the way, you don't hear about it happening in Russia either. You know why? I'm going to tell you why. Because, you see, if you get caught and you're a terrorist in, like, China or Russia, they're going to introduce you to a whole new level of pain. They're going to torture you. They're going to probably cut your wiener off make you eat it, have you pass it through, and then stitch it back to you. I'm just, I'm I'm ballparking here, okay? Because, see, they don't fuck around. While, on the other hand, we do. I, I... I know I play the sound clip on the show every once in a while. Uh, this great sound clip from that movie, uh, Captain Phillips. Execute. If you don't know the story, it's one of them big old fucking ocean liners. It's got all the semi-trucks on there, right? And it gets hijacked by some Somali pirates. And we got to talk about Somalia here coming up. I, I, I'm very excited to talk about Somalia because I, I know I have listeners in Somalia. They called and said, So then pirates 
Who, by the way, the, those pirates could take over that Iranian warship. I'm betting the San Francisco homeless Navy could take over the Iranian ship. And I'm betting, I am betting that the San Francisco Navy, if you don't know what that is, homeless people have started stealing boats. I'm betting they smell worse than the Iranian ship we talked about earlier. Uh, did you ask them to translate? They said, hey, Arnie, uh, it, it's great to have all you on here. I think in China, your family can be held responsible for your crimes. Yeah. They tell you that they speak American, but no, I, I speak jive, though. So, where was I there? Oh. I can't remember where I was. Oh, Captain Phillips. And they take that one feller off the, uh, the, the, the rescue boat or the, the escape boat. They take him off and they put him on the, the, the big boat, the naval cruiser, the, the battleship. And then they, the Navy SEALs that are there, may have known one, um, they execute the other pirates. And for some odd reason, now see, this is the part they have a hard time with. It's because, you know, diplomats are there, and they're going to have people there to watch this. You know, they took that fella into custody. And that guy right now lives in Terre Haute, Indiana, in a maximum security prison, getting three meals a day, air conditioning. And, and, and by the way, you can tell me how bad the prisons are and everything, and I'll show you a picture of Somalia. Which one would you rather live in? Would you rather live in a hut where a tiger could attack you? Or would you rather be in a prison with air conditioning and cable television? I think you're still going to pick the cable TV. And they tried him for his crimes. And that's why he's in an American prison. Now, whoopsie-daisy, I was... It, uh, I don't know the ranks in the military and in, in the Navy that well. They have sergeants and things like, oh, yeah, sergeant, I, I'm so sorry. I was walking the prisoner... Uh, to the uh, to 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 the, the the booking area, and you know, damnedest thing happened. He hit his head fifty-seven times on the stairs, and then he jumped in the water. Damnedest thing. Damnedest thing. His head fell off. Yeah, you know, Sarge. I don't know how it happened. We had just gotten past the galley, and we were walking to the detention center. And whoops-a-daisy, his head popped off. I have an idea. All these illegal uh, immigrants, send them straight to the military, put them on the front line. Same with the murderers in prison. There's a reason foreign criminals don't mind prison here. Yeah, no shit. Found Clinton on the list. Oh, we knew he was on there. So Saudi Arabia, killing people daily. Well, you know, if you're the executioner, you've got job security there. Just don't fuck around. Just do your job. Go home. Make love to your goat. Make sure you throw some acid on your wife's face because she showed it off in public. And come back to work. Cut off some heads. Do it again. I told you we had some Somalia-based news. Something I don't get to say enough on this show. By the way, uh, it, it, it's not only Somalia. Uh, 
But Somaliland has agreed with Ethiopia, paving a way to sea access for Ethiopians. Hey, what do you call an Ethiopian with a dog? A vegetarian. (laughs) What do you call an Ethiopian with three dogs? A rancher. (laughs) How many Ethiopians can you fit in a phone booth? All of them. What's a different... Oh, God damn, this one's so bad. This one's so fucking awful. By the way, these are all in my head. What's the difference between an Ethiopian kid and a pair of Levi's? Levi's only has one fly on it. Should have given the pirate the Jack Sparrow treatment, drop him off in a deserted island, and give him a pistol with one bullet. ISIS cutting throats and fucking goats. So Ethiopia now has a way to go to the sea? Are there a lot of surfers there in Ethiopia? Are they, are they saying gnarly? Ethiopia signed what's known as a Memorandum of Understanding with the Self-Declared Republic of Somaliland to use one of its ports. Are they going to be using bug spray? Ethiopia's Prime Minister, Abiy Ahmad, has previously described sea access as an existential issue for his country. Oh, so y'all are going to start growing stuff. Okay, good. Uh, just don't tell the cornet joke about driving a moped worth a chicken strapped to your back. That's Evil Knievel's latest trick. Shit, now we got to worry about the Ethiopian Navy. Oh, God. Oh, man. Ethiopian jokes were the best. They weren't, but, you know, I mean, I was given the okay. Like, I asked the question. I, I asked my buddies over there, and they said, and then we did a cool guy handshake at the end. You slap two times, and you go back of the hand two times, up high two times, down low, spin, and then chest bump. There you go. That's that's my Ethiopian handshake. Now, if you think I've been a little racist today, I'm not. I'm just telling. I'm, I'm telling stories. We're having fun. We're making. I'm making you laugh. That's my job, right? You want to see racism? All you have to do is go to Boston, Massachusetts, which has been notoriously one of the most racist cities in American history. Everybody thinks it's all in the South. I remember doing the story last year, the most racist towns in America, the most racist cities in America, there was not one under the Mason-Dixon line. Wisconsin, boy, you guys do not like people that are different than you. Ohio, and of course, Massachusetts. There are more jokes about Ethiopia than they have food to eat. 
You think Ethiopian jokes can fill you up, unlike their food supply. Did you hear about the Ethiopian soccer game against uh, America? America ate. Ethiopia didn't. You remember the story we did a couple weeks ago about the mayor who was having a little Christmas shindig, going to get a little, 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 little Christmas dance on, and she was going to have a party for all the city council members. Remember that? Except they sent out the email and, whoopsie-daisy, we sent it to some white city council members, and we don't want evil whitey there. The attorney general of of Massachusetts has come out and said the mayor that excluded white people from an official office deal, that's what they said, it's an official office deal, did not violate the law. Wait, 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 wait a second. So, so what you're telling me is that you can exclude a group of people based on the color of their skin, and it's not against the law in Massachusetts? Holy mother of Jesus! Well, congratulations, Massachusetts. You are the most racist state in the country again. Was the party called a not-white Christmas? Who eats more, North Koreans or Ethiopians? Fuck, landfills. So, you're telling me it's okay. Look, 2024 could be a fantastic year for us. Let's not forget that we have been given the okay. due to a movie coming out in March. And you know what? I might go see it. I might just go see it so I can go to And I'm not buying tickets online. Oh, no, I'm not. I am marching my ass in the theater, and I'm saying, can I get a ticket for the extraordinarily magical Negroes? They're giving us that one back. And by the way, by the way, see, if you're like me and you speak up about this, that's once again violence. That's once again white privilege. No, it's not. Can, can we just stop with this bullshit privilege talk? I know that most of the, most of the ass family... I know there's a lot of us that are different, but there's it, it's like America. The majority is white. Um, I keep hearing about this white privilege, which then in turn turns into this white guilt. You see, the reason why the Attorney General of Massachusetts didn't do this is because there are so many guilty people in Massachusetts. They're guilty for being white. That's the only thing that they're, they're, they're guilty for. And man, oh man, they will try to break it out. We've all seen the videos of, of white people who have, sh- you know, shine shoes for black folks because they're so, they're so guilt-ridden over what happened 150, 160 years ago. 
how would Glenn Kuyper order a ticket for that movie? We had a phenomenal day today. Nigger League Museum mm. and Arthur Bryant's Barbecue. No, you can't bring outside food in. Sorry about that, Glenn. No, you can't do that, Glenn. If it's such a bad word, get rid of it for everybody. Joe Murphy Word Museum. Oh, poor Murph. Poor Murph. Man, no, you know it. You know Likey here. She's an Asian gal. Isn't her last name? Woo! Yeah, that is her last name, as a matter of fact. Uh, by the way, just to let everybody know, um, tomorrow we've got listener mail brought to you by JS Force. Thursday, we got Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy, uh, first appearance of 2024. Cannot wait for that. And then Friday, a special treat for you. Um, Christopher, who was supposed to be on in the last broadcast week of the year to talk about movies of 2023, um, he's going to be on Friday, and we're going to talk about the movies from 2023 in case you missed something and we, we can help you go see something or watch something that's good. And we'll have a preview of the movies coming out in 2024. So I'm very excited about that. Have you ever gutted your chew or you always use a spitter? Uh, I would gut it in high school. If I put a top lip in, I, I'd gut it in high school. But otherwise, I, I enjoy, honestly, I enjoy the spitting aspect of it because it's kind of manly. Kind of manly. Uh, Joe Murphy still doesn't understand why Kuiper was fired for saying Arthur Blank's barbecue. Now, good Lord. Okay, we I have to do this story. Let me, let me get this story out of the way real fast because this story is awful. You've seen this? Sh- oh, this was in Sacramento. Oh, holy shit! A ten-year-old boy shot dead another ten-year-old after the kid bragged about a stolen firearm he found stashed in his daddy's car, or who he thinks his daddy is car. The name of the shooter, whose name is not released because he's a minor, shot and killed Keith K.J. Fearson, 10, Saturday while riding his bike home uh, in the Sacramento community of Foothill Farms. So a 10-year-old shot another 10-year-old just for the sake of shooting. The boy's daddy, Arkeet Davis, who tried to hide the gun, was also taken into custody and being held on a $500,000 bail. He's expected in court January 3rd. And the daddy was not supposed to have it. There's a shocker. (sighs) A 10-year-old who just out of malice shoots another 10-year-old. Remember when we were 10 and, and the worst thing we could do was get beat up? Not no more. No, we got 10-year-olds riding around with gats. Mm-mm-mm. That's a sad story. Do we know the ethnicity of these people? Uh, I, I do. I can share it with you. They, they're black, but that has... The, the, most school shooters are white. 
and they're not much older than 10 years old. So this isn't a black issue. This isn't a white issue. This is a kid's that are being raised with no consequences issue. That's what this is. You see, let, let, let's go back in time, shall we, ask family? Let, let, let's talk about when we grew up. I want you to think that you're 13 or 14 years old, okay, growing up. Now, if you didn't have a stable home, I ain't talking about you, and I'm sorry. But... Can you imagine telling your mother to fuck off at the age of 13? What would happen to you if you told if you told your mama to fuck off when you were 13? What would have happened to you? Oh, I'm going to tell you right now what would happen to me is I would have the living shit beat out of me by my mother. And then for cleanup duty, dad would come in and finish the job. My dad would have beat me with an inch of my life. Exactly. And see, here's the thing. I, I could go on a tangent on this for fucking for, forever. And we can have this discussion, and I'll, I'll gladly have this discussion now. I believe in the carrot and the stick. I do believe it. I'd have a Jack Lambert smile. <laughs> Get some tooths knocked out. Um... I'm very proud of a record that I have in school. Very, I, 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 and I am very proud of this because it showed consistency. Wait, let's see what this is. Somebody, oh, somebody gets slapped. Where's the volume here? Oh, there's volume. Okay, so, oh my God, good Lord. And he picks him up. What the? Damn. He brought the fucking fire with that slap. Thank you for that safety guy. That's what would have happened to you if you would have told your mother to fuck off. Okay, perfect. Um, these kids now don't understand what consequences are. So this... This, this this record of mine, it started in kindergarten. And I remember, I remember it vividly. I don't remember all my corporal punishments in school. But K through 12, never held back, thank God. It started in kindergarten. And the teacher told us, not to make the, the building blocks, because we're in kindergarten, so I'm like 18. Kidding. It's only 14. You're a dumb kid. And I believe that was 76 or 77. What movie came out then that changed everybody's lives? A little, little ditty called Star Trek. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember Star Trek? Or not, not Star Trek, Star Wars. Y'all remember Star Wars? So, of course, we're all building crap that, that can shoot and go pew, pew. Because, you see, that's what boys do. Boys like to play war. They like to fucking roughhouse. They like to shoot and throw darts at one another. Why? Because we're stupid. We're dumb. 
So, of course, the teacher walks out of the classroom. We go and assemble our weapons of choice, and I yell out, I'm Han Solo, and this one kid's chasing me. And I thought I was hiding okay, but that's when the teacher walked in, and I backed up, and I hit a bookshelf, and the bookshelf fell flat on the damn ground. Pa-pow! Huge noise. Scared the shit out of the teacher. And she was not happy. She's like, what are you boys doing? And, of course, some rat in the group goes, playing Star Wars. Fucking asshole punk kid, probably still wearing diapers. Don't tell them the truth. Say we're playing hide-and-seek or something, dummy. And the teacher's like, didn't I tell you not to do that? Didn't I tell you not to build the, the, the weapons from the movie and play the movie? Well, Ar- Arnie, you have to go to the principal's office. I remember the principal was this nice older lady. Um, but she wasn't nice that day. She told me, she's like, I can call your parents or you can get paddled. Now, she had an actual paddle. She had a ping pong paddle. And I said, I'll take the paddle. And she swatted me on the butt like four times. That started my career of getting spankings in high school and and, in, in grade school, middle school, and high school. I got I got licks every single year, no matter what. I did something, and I get I'm I'm going to avoid detention, and I'm going to avoid any kind of fucking outside learning or getting suspended. Yeah, I'll go ahead and take the pain. They don't do that anymore, though. Hitting kids is bad. Is what we're told. Now, this is my opinion and my opinion only. I don't have children. I will not be disciplinarian of anybody. But if I did, if I ever had a little Arnie Jr. and then Arnie the third and Arnie the fourth and then a little Arnett, the slut of the group, I'm going to do the same thing that my dad did to me. My dad never had a paddle me. You know why? Because I listened to him. What he said was law. Now, did I, did, did I challenge that? Yes, of course I did. I was a rotten kid. My dad didn't tell me it was going to be okay for me to go out and start drinking at the age of 11. Yes, that's true. You don't have to feel bad for me. I'm better now. But what my dad said, it, and if I got caught, you see, here's the big part. If I got caught, I had to pay the consequences. The end. I'm not saying that I got caught for everything. I got away with a lot of stuff. Did you give Jerry a shot at the title? No, hell no, because Jerry would have fucking figured a way out. He'd hit me with his air containers or air canisters. Spanked most of my kids once. After that, all I had to do was threaten it, and they straightened right up. And that's the same thing my dad did. My dad spanked me once. He had the uh, cutting board that had a handle, and it broke on my ass. The true story. And then later, he allowed a serial killer to fucking babysit me. 
Thanks, Dad. That's true also. Um, but we used to live with consequences. And nobody believes in consequences now. They all want to come out and they want to recite the Constitution. It doesn't, the government's not coming after you. If you go into your boss, do you think that you could go into your boss's office and call him a dope-headed fucktard and not see ramifications happen? But that's what this society is believing, that there are no ramifications, nothing that'll, that'll, that'll piss them off. The worst parents with the empty threats, if you do this one more time, little Arnie, you're going to do it one more time, and nothing ever happens. Those kids are the worst. Lisa says, I was a stubborn kid, so I got spanked a lot. My parents finally realized that I would take the pain over something taken away, like hanging out with my friends, so they started changing that with me when I got older, also sending me to school wearing dresses. Oh, look, look. Hey, my, 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 I, I continued to get paddlings through the 12th grade. Funny the year I was like 18, my senior year, have a September birthday. I was like, you don't have to tell my parents because they, they never, they, they, my parents didn't get. They just wanted me to show up and go to school. They wanted me to pass everything, and I did. I did my job. Uh, boys tend to need a uh, have fear of violence as a consequence. My nephew doesn't know his father. And my sister never had. A partner raising him. She chooses not to use spanking as punishment. He's now nine, and he is a straight brat. He doesn't listen and disrespects my sister all the time. He throws fits whenever he doesn't want to do things that he wants to do. Shocking. And you know what's so bad about that? You know what's so bad about that, Douglas, is that your nephew is not being raised correctly. Your nephew's being raised with this false sense of security that there that's there, that there will be no ramifications, no matter how big or small you fuck up. We don't live in that world anymore. Uh, safety guy, there's a question. Arnie, did that guy uh, only kill chubby kids after babysitting you? He only killed hookers. And I, th- I, I think he had one or two maybe under his belt. I think he only got to, I think his total was like four, maybe five. Fellow by the name of Charles Albright, the Dallas Ripper. Yeah, thanks for that, Dad. Appreciate that. Won't take me to a snake handling church, but you'll let a, a serial killer babysit me. Now, let's see. Um, Hold on a second here. Let's see where we're going to go. What happened? You know, sometimes I just do not like myself because I'm I'm, I'm dumb. Oh, (laughs) we got to do that story. Uh, No, do do that story. Okay, got that. 
And then we'll do, uh, oh, God, yes. Got to do this one. All right. Three last stories here. Uh, safety guy. Yeah, there he is, the eyeball killer. That's him. That is him. And the funny thing is that my, my, my dad met him when my dad was playing piano at the Knights of Columbus. I don't think this guy was a member of the Knights of Columbus. I know my dad wasn't because don't you have to be Italian? But he was playing the piano there. They hired him and his little quartet that he had that, that would go around locally and play every once in a while. And uh, he met Charles Albright there, and they hit it off. He thought my dad was a terrific entertainer and all that kind of stuff. So parents invited him over to the house one time. He showed up, and he was, he was, he was a little odd because he used to, and found out that this was probably all fake, uh, because especially now, um, he would sell movie posters that were, that were uh, autographed. Now, this is the day and time before of, of, uh, of, you know, authenticating things or anything like that. So I imagine a lot of the shit that he sold was all fake anyway. My parents thought he was very, very unique. Very, and they went to his house. Thank God he babysit me at my house. Because if we would have gone to his, you know, dungeon of doom, I might not be here right now. But my, my parents were enthralled at his house because he had snakes. They were weirded out. They were freaked out. We're talking mid-70s here. Nobody had snakes back then. Definitely nobody had blue hair. Mm-mm-mm. But that's how we met, and then he babysat me a couple times, probably contemplating the, the murders that he was going to do. Now, yesterday, did anybody get to – I, I got to watch this video because I didn't know they had video of it until this morning. It's taken me a while to get to it. Sorry. Had to say good morning to all you people. Um, do, you, do you remember the name Ian Zeering? Ian Ziering, who played Steve on uh, Beverly Hills 90210, was attacked by a group of bikers. Now, that's the way I read it yesterday, the first time. Uh, he gets punched up on a group uh, on Hollywood Boulevard before fleeing to safety as the LAPD continues to investigate. So, let's see. Oh, God, another commercial. Stinkfist says, oh, I saw this. Here we go. All right. We're just tooling down. Wait, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Why is there no volume? Oh, I got to turn up the volume here. Wait a second. Those aren't bikers. Those are mini bikes. Those are mini bikes. These aren't bikers. Uh-oh, here we go. And Oh, the bikers. Oh, and they're jumping him. They're jumping him. You're beating up Steve Sanders from 90210. And Sanders tries to get away. They're trying to hold him back. He rams one of them into a car. There's a kick to the gut. 
These guys got helmets on. Ian Zuring is fighting away. Uh-oh, he's gonna throw a helmet at him. How do you get jumped by a group? They got they got they got evil fucking scooter gangs now in LA. By the way, none of them had like matching vests on or anything like that. They they're all riding around on scooters, and not not like cool ones like the the old Hondas that Jim McMahon used to drive. These things are pieces of shit. We're going to attack you, Ian Zeering, you son of a bitch. What did Ian Zeering do except make too many Sharknados? Now, he held his own. I mean, good for him. I'd have ripped that helmet off that first kid and said, why am I getting beat up by a bunch of fucking mopeders? That looked like a skit you would see at a circus. Kick to the knee. Once they go down, boom, right on the chin. Boom, they out. You won. You can go out and eat lunch. Uh, let's see. All right. So, yes, Ian Z- send prayers to Ian Zeering, who was jumped by a bunch of scooter, a scooter gang. <laughs> Their handshake as they touch each other's penises. Surprised that lady in pink didn't take off her sandal and whack him with it. Um, by the way, second second day of the year. And guess what? We've got a second story. Uh-oh. Staying in Maui. 39-year-old Jason Carter. Now, I got a problem with the way this story's written, y'all. Uh, 39-year-old Jason Carter, he was enjoying a day out on the lake or on the on the beach in the in the water in the ocean. Until things went tragically wrong. <laughs> what went wrong, you ask? Well, let me tell you what went wrong. So, uh, a shark rolled up on him and pretty much said, <laughs> And is biting the shit out of him, right? The lifeguards and all those people see it happening. They say, you know, get rid of go, shark. Get out of here. Ah, rah. So the shark took off. Because obviously the shark doesn't like the taste of humans. That's what we're told. But let me continue the headline for you. And, and let me, I'm going to have the Jeopardy music ready to go because I, I'd like for you to tell me what the fascinating phrase is in this. Surfer killed by a shark in Maui, identified as 39-year-old Jason Carter. Victim was rushed to hospital by jet ski but died from his injuries.
so he died, and officials have announced uh, that the park would be closed due to the fact that someone was uh, attacked by a shark and died. Um, you make the call. Now, I asked you to, to figure out what the interesting part of the headline was. Victim rushed to hospital by jet ski but died from his injuries. Uh, let's see. B. Uh, Coop says last final words of a shark attacker. Go on and get. This is some weekend at Bernie shit right there. Uh, Battleborn, the first one to get this one. You, 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 you logged in early, and, and that's good. He says, jet ski on land. Yes. DNA says, what's a jet ski? Well, a jet ski is like a, a, a propelled like motorcycle on the water. You're asking, what's a jet ski? So I'm just going to tell you. Uh, after the recent earthquake, stay out of the ocean. Godzilla sharks feasting on all the fish at high surf. It's like ringing a dinner bell or playing Adele for lesbians. God damn it. Hello. Hello. It's me. I was wondering if after all no. these years you'd like I don't want to meet me. you. I, I want you to meet that shark. As he was rushed to the hospital by jet ski. Now, do a lot of hospitals, I, I, I haven't been to Maui in a long time. Have they built a hospital that's right on the water that you can just ride your jet ski in and, and park your surfboard there too? Hospital, what is it? It's a big, tall building with lots of beds, but that's not important right now. I mean, I'm not trying to knock the people that were trying to save his life because they thought they were doing right. Somebody's like, call an ambulance. Oh, we don't have time for an ambulance. Get him on the jet ski. The jet ski. Gee, I wonder how, why he died. I don't know why he swallowed that fly. Well, I know he died. God damn it. Get him on the jet ski, brother. <laughs> you know, Dog the Bounty Hunter was probably there. Hey, you damn motherfucker, get over here, you son of a fucking cock, you son of a bitch. Hey, brother. You thought about bringing Jesus into your life, brother? God. Are they calling it a COVID death? Not yet. Not yet. I think this next one will definitely go in. As a COVID death, though, if they could. And it happened. Oh, God. It happened. Where's the the right music here? In Mexico. Now, earlier this year, or not earlier this year, that would have been yesterday, uh, sometime last year, the United States government bought an organ and decided to try to ruin my show. Um, but the, the government, uh, a few months ago, issued a travel warning. Now, the only reason why they do this is because the place where you might be traveling is in not so good a shape. Sometimes they do this for disease. You know, like a disease is broken out somewhere and you can't go over there. 
Um, but 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 they knew that, that the disease in Mexico was violence and murder. That's the disease that's happening in Mexico. And we know it. We we know it. Um, so we, when people say, "Oh, Mexico's not that bad," Duh. I'm here to tell you. Yeah, it is. A rifle-wielding teenager is found walking the streets carrying his sister's decapitated head in broad daylight after leaving her naked corpse lying outside a gas station in Cuerago, Mexico. By the way, he's 19, the sister's 29. He was arrested without incident near a clinic and had a rifle confiscated. Um, is that the first time he got head from his sister? Guaranteed no. First of all, he's walking around the streets. So anybody who says, oh, you, you guys should go to Mexico, no. No, thank you. No, thank you at all. Because dude is walking around town with his sister's head after leaving her naked body at the gas station. Fucking moped gang. So he'll be crossing our border soon. Oh, I'm sure he's here already. Were bath salts involved? This sounds like a Florida story. Ever been there? Gorgeous. No, I've never been to Corago, Mexico. Um... The suspect, identified as Sebastian, allegedly murdered his sister in the municipality of Corago. Uh, bystanders saw Sebastian walking with Julia's head near a government-run clinic and called the police. So, so, so let me ask you all a question. If you saw an old boy walking down the street and he's carrying a severed human head, I, there one more jeopardy here. This is an interesting one. If you're walking down the street, let's say you're, 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 going to, you're doing some shopping and you're walking outside, right? And you see a feller coming towards you, and he's holding the head of his sister. He's holding a decapitated head. Do you call the police? Let's see. So my question was, uh, real quick, um, if you saw a fella walking down the street and he's holding a severed head, would you call the police? Uh, let's see. Uh, King Steve says, I'm turning into Carl Lewis the other way. Uh, safety guy says, I think he's target practice. V Coop says, no, I'd shoot him. X-Force says, confront him and say, halt. <laughs> LOL. Fuck no. After I am very, very far away, nowhere near him, yes, i call the police. I, 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 I would, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you the truth. What I would do is I would, I would be frozen. 
I would be I would be frozen. I'd be like, I don't know what to do. This guy's got a fucking head and he's got a gun. Why am I in Mexico? That's the first question I'm asking myself. Yo, this is not manhunt. Let it go, let it go. Uh-uh, I, fuck, I'm gone. I, I want to say I'm gone, but I'm pretty sure. So th- th- this is why I travel with people. And and sorry, Brady kid, but you, you'd have to face this one on your own. Uh, if I see somebody walking toward, maybe maybe we, we bring some friends. Maybe Sassy Pammy, who's, who's friends with us, maybe she goes with us. So this is what happens. We're in Mexico against my better judgment. Me, Sassy Pammy, Braddy Kid. Hell, it could be an ass family trip. Cowboys girl, even though we know nothing bad is going to happen to Cowboys girl no matter what. Um, I hope y'all don't mind, but somebody's getting pushed down. Somebody's getting pushed down so I can get away. Okay? <laughs> Fight or flight. Same thing if we ever decide to do an ass family safari, which, by the way, will be against my better judgment. But if we're out there in the in in, in the in the safari area, in the jungle, and we roll up on a lion or a tiger, and there's like twenty of us, I'm gonna break somebody's leg. I'm, I'm just telling you. I'm being honest with you. Somebody's leg is going to get broken, so y'all can lay there, and I can kind of get away, because I know I'm probably going to be the slowest person there. You could do a safari in Houston. Hey, bro, how much for some head? Yeah, no thanks. So there you go. All right, that does it for us today. (laughs) We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Uh, thank you guys for being here. Uh, we will be doing this again, like I said. I don't know why I'm repeating myself. Please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, have a great day, ass family, and adios. First thing I remember knowing was a lonesome whistle blowing. And the youngins dream of growing up to ride On a freight train leaving town Not knowing where I'm bound No one could change my mind but mama tried On an only rebel child From a family meek and mild My mama seemed to know what lay in store In spite of all my Sunday learning Toward the bed I kept on turning Till mama couldn't hold me I turned 21 in prison doing life without parole. No one could see me right, but Mama tried, Mama tried, Mama tried to raise me better. But her pleading I denied, that leaves only me to blame, cause Mama tried. Without rest, wanted me to have the best. She tried to raise me right, but I refused. 
to beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.